We the bestest cast with the left twist. Fat, fairly well dressed. Put me on the guest list. The guest list. Uh, yeah, on the guest list. Yeah. Back to another week of on the guest list with Fox trying to get down White Sox Dave, Kenny Carkey, and Dante. No, Kenny here today because he's working on some Nickelodeon bullshit. I have no idea. We have somebody <laughs> sitting in for him. It's been way too long. Robbie Fox back on the podcast. Robbie, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. It has been way too long, as you said, and I'm I'm happy to be back. Yeah, you're uh, you're not accustomed to the on the guest list style of recording at odd hours of the night because we have to. Yeah, you guys are you guys are night owls, all of you. And we not have me, no I'm not. I'm the fucking. I'm up at like six a.m. every day, and I'm oh. like, come eight thirty, nine o'clock. I am like not talking to anybody on the phone, <laughs> no text. I'm the opposite of a night. Yo. I feel like the times I've been on, which is not that many, and where Dave's been on, where we've both been on the same time, you can always see him like inching his way towards his bed. <laughs> like, yeah, just like I got to get a head start. Yeah, fucking Dave, I, you always know when Dave's having a shitty day or he doesn't, he's just t- tired because they just go, Dave, how are you, buddy? And he goes, I'm fine. And that's it. It's just a simple, I'm fine. But we've gone over this. I don't see why fine is bad. You're like a chick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like a chick. Sometimes you're like, you have good days, you have bad days, and you have average days. Most days, you're just fine. Well, how are you today, dude? Good. How are you? Well, you're fucking feisty today. We're gonna <laughs> I, get into I got a, go I got a couple beefs with a couple people that we can get into, and I don't know if you guys are Seinfeld fans. Um, yeah. actually, Johnny, I look at you and I, I think Seinfeld. You think of like Jerry or the show? <laughs> no, I, I can pick out someone who watches the show just by looking at him. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I have watched it a lot. I haven't watched it in a while. I'm I a fan, a but I, w- okay. I don't know if I'm like a super fan. So we, what's the uh, beef? We we should do a Festivus episode is what I'm saying, where we have an area oh. of grievances, and we just Genius. roast everybody. All right, Genius. we'll do a fe- let's do Festivus next week then. Brought next to you week. by the Human Fund. Yeah, exactly. Brought to you by the Human Fund. <laughs> I feel like that's just going to be like two hours of Dave yelling. <laughs> I, I it's it's been a long year, and I've got I've got many problems with yous. <laughs> Right, You're gonna dude. hear about them. I love this idea. All right, this is right gonna now, get fucking right ugly. Right now, though, what are what are your current beefs right now? Uh, well, Kenny's not here, so <laughs> we can get into that now, if you want. I went and um, so first of all, Kenny and Dante are on my beef list to start. That beef list is not just secluded to them. Uh, I got many beefs to get off my chest today, but um, Andy Frasco <laughs> was in town last weekend. Yep. Colin, you never told me about Little Stranger and Little Stranger's fuck, fucking awesome. They are fucking amazing. I I got in there so to to give a little lay of the land here. Andy Prasco was at Talia Hall. Talia Hall Hall holds about 15, 1,600 people, uh, and it's one of my favorite music venues in the city. Hey, Johnny, it's, have you played there? It's so awesome. We did an acoustic thing like in the bar beneath there once when we were playing. I think at I don't know one of the other places in Chicago, but yeah, we have seen it. It's awesome. It's a great, it's small, it's intimate, it's in a cool part of town that's, like, not really, I don't, it's, not, it's not one awesome of the popular cool spots, but it's a, it's a cool spot of town. Anyways, last year, in, Frasco was here in mid-December, I went, and there was maybe 200 people there. Awesome show, nonetheless, but there's maybe 200 people there. I got there maybe 30, 40 minutes uh, before he got on, and Little Stranger was on. The entire place was packed to the brim to the point where I couldn't even get on the bottom floor. I had to sit in like the Abraham Lincoln seats Hell where he yeah. got shot in the back of the head. <laughs> and 
So that kind of sucked because Andy, he's very, in, he's engaging with the crowd. He gets in the crowd and everything. And I would have loved to have been down there. And, but two or three songs, if that, into seeing Little Stranger. Um, I went with this girl I'm friends with who's also a massive Andy Frasco fan. She, she like has covered him for her music shit too. She, she has shit in the music industry. Um, I looked at her. I'm like, these guys are fucking incredible. They are fucking incredible. And Dave, I think I think we're gonna wind up doing a show with them in April. I would love to. So I, I wrote about them on Barcelona and everything. They're Philly guys. Why didn't you fucking tell me about these guys? Well, fucking that's where I was getting to because like they we run in concentric circles, but they I'm moved sure. to Charleston. They're not in Philly. Were so you I'm saying so Foxtrot's gonna do a show with them, or you're gonna do an on the guest list? Both, I guess. But we're we want to do content together, and the same venue that they're booking a headline at is the venue that's trying to get Foxtrot to do a headline at. So I think we might just combine shows and fucking blow it out. That would be. That's what I thought you were saying, and I thought Dave was just like, I would love to. I'll be on stage with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. I'll I'll come out there for it wherever. I don't care. All right. Well, then maybe that'll be the show you come on stage for. And I've been fucking on the guitar a lot more lately because it's it's not baseball season. Um. (laughs) <laughs> on top of that, uh, Kenny is on my beef list because I told him to listen to them, and I've asked him subsequent. I'm like, hey, did you check him out? Because I, I like to get Kenny's gauge because I know if he's like, yeah, they're actually pretty good, that means they're awesome. Yeah. And if he's like, yeah, they're the same thing I've heard a million times, I know they're like, you know, okay. Or if he says they flat out suck, that means they're not that bad. Because right. everything. <laughs> we don't have to keep pretending like anything he says is worthwhile. He's not That's here. True. I take his opinion <laughs> to heart. He gives it straight. I think no, yeah. for the most he, part. He, Kenny's not a Kenny's not a bullshitter. I will say no, that he's Kenny. not a bullshitter. He'll he'll tell it straight up as it is. And I want to know if it was just my shitty musical taste, which is very shitty, uh, no, or not. if it if they were actually good because these guys were fucking amazing. They're fucking really good. Amazing. And I wish that they were still in Philly, but they're down south now. But we will be doing something with them. We have a lot of, like, Foxtrot shows and things in the works, too. And we can actually get into that a little bit with Madison. Because our guest this week is Madison from Alt Nation. An absolutely fucking incredible interview. She's a wild one, dude. She's fun. We got to do a lot of... Yeah, she's fucking awesome, dude. She's fun. She's the best. Yeah, also someone who doesn't think they're as important as they are, which is a nice change of pace, because usually if we have people on, they're like, yes, I am the most important person in the music industry. No, she was like, no, I don't fucking know anything, which I thought was <laughs> sick. But, dude, there was beefs in that. She was talking shit. I loved it. She shit on Nickelback, which was fucking funny because, you know, that's our homies now. But uh, the Madison interview is fucking spectacular. Uh, and more than anything, I'm he happy has, to Go ahead. I texted you guys after we did it. She has the oddest personality in a chick i've ever encountered like yeah, and just, hot, just hot or odd hot, i didn't hear you on just her personality she's so hot because her personality is so fucking amazing Dante, like, you, you just missed your lover, window bro if you were on love what? is blind with her would you marry her or propose to her with with 100 we should, we should get dante on love is blind actually you know, i think dave, dave would be the perfect person for love is blind so, i think that'd be fucking quick, amazing oh like, that'd be so great Rob, you, Bob Fox will appreciate this. So Chief out here, obviously Dante knows him. Collins met him. Uh, one of my compadres out here, Johnny, he, uh, like three years ago, before the show really, really took off, he got a DM on Instagram from one of their, uh, like, I forget what they call themselves, but they're the talent finders. The casting or agent. Uh, yeah, the yeah. casting agents. Yeah. So he had, like, legit a dozen interviews with them, <laughs> and he was going to get a spot on the show. 
but they said that they didn't want Barstool because they didn't want someone chasing social media fame. And he's like, you guys are fucking stupid. You're going to have like the power Dude, of- good luck finding a fucking human being on earth that's not chasing social media fame at this that's point. That's all they all do anyways. Yeah. Exactly. But and he's signing up for a reality show on Netflix. Yeah, right yeah, exactly. fuck, yeah I'm really here fuck? to find love. Get the fuck out of here. But they, 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 he explained, he's like, you're going to have the power of our entire audience behind you guys. And so that they, he ended up not getting the role, obviously, but he had this whole grand plan where he almost got the role in like in April of 2018, I think it was. And he would have started filming in October. That October. So he was going to, and I was going to coach him because I'm good at this. He was going to spend the entire summer putting on as much weight as humanly possible. <laughs> so when he, he like, they do the like reveal, I don't know how they do it. I've never watched a show. It would just be like a 400 pound whale <laughs> behind the. <laughs> Dude, I would give any amount of money to see like Chief or uh, Dave. I would love to see you on Love Is Blind. Like, oh just like God. you guys I are having so deep emotional conversation, and you're just screaming about Jerry Reinsdorf. Like, <laughs> that's like, what it would be. Like, I would love to see that. I would like to see Dave on like Naked and Afraid or something. <laughs> I just drop him off in the woods. I, uh, I watched an episode of that not too long ago, and I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. Dante, but, would you ever do? Would you ever do a reality show, Dante? Like, like a dating reality show or some shit like that. Uh, I don't think I could bring myself to just because I I have so many friends that have been on like The Bachelor and stuff and they tell me how altered all that shit is and how like what really happens is not at all what appears and how they'll like reshoot a scene and be like oh we love what you said but can you do it more like this so they just like purposely try to make you look either really good or really bad. And I think I would look horrible. One of my best of friends, shows. one of my best friends' brothers went through four rounds of interviews for The Bachelorette and they flew him out to San Diego. And they, like, while he was there, they were like, You're too normal. Like, you, it would be boring. And they sent him home. So they were like, Literally, yeah, like, if you, I, honestly, if you have like a shred of decency, I feel like the casting agents <laughs> are going to just be like, Eh. Cut you, or you can come on. You're out the first after the first episode. We made a d- documentary series about our life on the road. There was eight parts. We had cameras out with us for like two to three years, off and on. But like, I mean, in our faces, and they were people we knew and friends. And that was hard enough as it was with people you knew, you trusted. We edited the fucking thing, so we knew how we were going to make ourselves look. But it was still like too much. So I cannot imagine when all they're looking for is ways to like exploit dumb shit that you do you know yeah, by the they, way are you guys gonna introduce me to robbie i know who robbie is but oh like, you you never you met robbie before no we haven't met not no. in person no all right well robbie this Hello. is johnny <laughs> johnny give it give us some sort of introduction music for yourself Philly? <laughs> oh the only introduction music i have is this philly 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 philadelphia <laughs> philadelphia philly fucking hometown philadelphia pennsylvania wait philadelphia, oh shit they weren't on for this yo suck play, play their fucking intro music play dave's intro oh, shit, music i don't have that pulled up oh you motherfucker he I'll, wrote I'll intro it, songs I'll, for I'll each send of it us. over to you next time all right all right text messages <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. Uh, i'm remixing that one by the way Oh my God! Well, Robbie, I'm glad you're here today, bro. And I, I, you're not going to be on, I guess, the Festivus episode we're going to do. But because we've been talking so much about live shows, I wanted to ask you. You put out a list last week of all the live shows that you've been to this year. What were some of the ones that stood out to you? All right, so McCartney. I gotta say right off the bat, first time ever seeing McCartney as a huge Beatles fan was massive. Three hours, amazing. He plays every instrument. Just like seeing those songs live for the first time with that audience was mind blowing. Robbie. 
Robbie, isn't it nuts seeing a man that old, like, still that capable? Like, Dante, you don't understand how happy I was that the people in front of us were sitting down so we could also sit <laughs> while Paul McCartney is 80 years old running around on stage for three hours. <laughs> Bizarre. Like, Mick Jagger is like, he, I think you're just kind of used to it because he's just a maniac. But seeing Paul McCartney's like frail ass come out on stage and then <laughs> rip it for three hours is one of the weirdest experiences. He's, in, he's incredible. Incredible, though. It was such a good live show. Everything you would ever want it to be. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, the same thing, where Zach De La Rocha tours Achilles, and I saw him at the Garden sitting down. He literally gets carried out on stage. He sits down on a box the entire show, and he brings more energy than anyone that stands up. It, it was mind-blowing. So that yeah, was, was amazing. Gonna, was that weird? Because I remember like when that news broke. It, it honestly wasn't. Really? He was so good from the box, you know, bringing the energy, still having the crowd go. And it was so good. Um, John Mayer at the Garden was a great Hell one because yeah. his drummer got COVID the day of the show. So the first half of the show was him doing everything acoustic, bringing back all the old stuff. And then Hell Questlove yeah. joins for the second half. of the Oh, show. there you go. And they're playing all the stuff from the, the second album that Questlove played on and everything. Yeah, he did all of, uh, uh, not uh, Room for Squares, the first record, heavier things. Heavier things, yes. Questlove did all those drums. So they're playing Dude, all that, was that shit. Su- was that surprise or was that announced? Total surprise. No, total surprise. It was That's like the I just shot him and like, texted him. was like, hey, need you. Can you get here? And he's like, I'm, I'm there. That is so yeah. awesome. In a new yeah. God damn. So that was crazy. Roan was there too. Roan was like one row away from me. So we couldn't talk to each other, but we could see each other. And yeah. like every five songs or something, we would look at each other and just be like, oh my God, this is <laughs> fucking awesome. And then I'll throw out uh, Turnstile, one of the smaller shows at Brooklyn Mirage, which is a venue you guys are very familiar I, with. The 50 I degree rain. It was crazy. I saw you. I saw you, I think the day or two after you saw that show at the office and I, I asked I remember asking I was like yo was that show as good as you said it was on Twitter and you were like dude it was one of the best shows I've ever seen and I was like dude it's so weird because I never heard of them until this year and Colin has been talking this band up and you go to the show you rave about them then Blink announces their tour they get added as like the national opener for Blink. It's like these guys are on a rocket ship. They now. got a song in a Taco Bell commercial now. Which is so crazy that they're throwing <laughs> hardcore songs into fucking Taco Bell commercials. Yeah. I love that shit, dude. Turnstile is a band. Selling out is the new punk, dude. dude why not? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, I just think like Turnstile is one of those bands that fought forever. Like they've been around yeah. since like 2010 through like they've been around for a long time, but like lightning in a bottle, catch one song that just goes like that. And they're so goddamn good. Robbie was Robbie's been trying to put me on a turnstile for a while now, actually. Yeah, yeah, and they're incredible. They are incredible bass lines too, which I love in like a punk band, like a hardcore band. Like, yep. holy shit, they got some good bass lines. Yeah, that's that's a t- Robbie. First the all- video, the video you took, the video you took from that show with the rain pouring down and the crowd just like, <laughs> yeah, from dude. up above was in looks like Woodstock '99. Dude, and that was the first week we started Dude. working with Mirage. We were there for John Summit later in the week. And I like I remember remember we had the introduction conversation with them, and I was like, I want turnstile. And they were like, We can get you on the list, but I don't think we can this close to the show get you for an interview. And I was like, I will get that motherfucking turnstile interview. 
Because I feel like now with the with the amount of like people we have coming on to the show, we could probably get them. I really yeah. do think we can get them. Why not? Fuck it. Why not? Uh, I mean, we've had some pretty fucking big names on the show. I know we have bigger. We have fucking. I can't even go into the names that we do have coming up, but they're fucking big. We got to knock John- on wood for a few of those. But I was telling I was telling someone at the office yesterday who we have planned for January and his like jaw dropped. Yeah, dude, it's like that. It really is fucking like that. The, there's the one is the holy grail. The it's one is whole, legit, legit holy grail. Holy shit. grail. It is. Uh, it's. Uh, I to- do you know who we're talking about? I told Robbie who it is. Okay. Yeah, it rhymes with Schmall McCartney. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, no. This is that uh, would be a holy grail interview for that'd sure. That'd be cool too. Yeah. I, t- <laughs> I told. I've told. I've told people about this, and I haven't said on the podcast yet. The only name that we've gotten to know from in the past like three months is Bruce Springsteen. I got a straight up no. And uh, that's, that's cool, though. You heard back. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny because I, I was talking to a friend, a friend of the podcast, Bruce Warren, who runs WXPN and World Cafe for NPR. And I was like, Bruce, man, I got a no from the boss. And he was like, Colin, I've been trying to get an interview with Bruce Springsteen for 35 fucking years. And I've gotten a no every time. He's like, relax. I'm not going to count you out, Colin, because I wouldn't count me fucking, out, dude. You're surprising me with all this shit you're pulling. It's awesome. I think getting a no is better than getting no response. That's what oh, I'm talking about. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, there have been like, th- that's the funny thing is Dave, I don't know if you checked the email recently, but like there are like a lot of like PR firms and labels and shit that are just emailing us. Cause they're seeing shit on social media. It's it's crazy, man. Like I get one or two a week now and it, it is kind of became a cheat code and Bob, you should do this for your show too. That every single time I blog about someone, it gets back to them some way, somehow. And they end up reaching out to me and like, dude, let's fucking set it up in here. I'm like, come on you're over. Incep- <laughs> you're inceptioning people. Exactly yeah. what I'm doing. No. I'm, I'm, I'm asking them via Barstool sports blogs to come on our show. There it, it is. It is a hundred percent. Tedeschi trucks. Dude, they reach out to me. That's, that's the one I can't fucking wait for it too. But there's one that like Dante said in the group chat, like we should get this person on. I sent one email and within three minutes, I got an email kicked back. That was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Can you do it for top of 2023? And I was like, this is fucking ridiculous, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. I used, to have to, I used to have to fight to get Congress on here, dude. To this shit is really nostalgia. good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck when, you, man. Uh, like we'll say when... yes to anything. <laughs> oh my God. But back when we started, I remember Dante or not Dante, a Ken. He was he's like when we were starting a wall nation and you were saying the same thing colin like we would send a thousand emails out to like different radio stations and and whoever trying to get our shit you know pushed and i'd get 99 percent of the time no responses you know eight percent of the time no's and then that 0.2 percent those yeses that means you know that snowballs into a lot more so well, you know the turning momentum. point to all this and the, like, someone that i think we owe a lot to is fucking patrick carney oh, because the black keys opened the fucking door the floodgates to everything black we keys backed and- up with nwa ice cube <laughs> ice cube <laughs> and the black keys obviously polar extremes in musically but like two i mean uh dropout boogie is gonna win a thousand grammys this year yeah i can't wait to do the grammy episode too which by the way I have made it a goal now, and I, I don't give a fuck how, because everything we do sounds crazy, but I want a fucking Grammy. I've decided it. I want a Grammy. Do they have a... Uh, like, like alternative a- rock Grammys and shit like that? I Oh, you're that, talking about for Foxtrot. I'm talking for Foxtrot. I want to bring a Grammy home for on the... Grammy then. I want to bring a Grammy home for on the guest list in Barstool Backstage. I want to fucking do that. Fuck it. Why not? And half the shit we've done is outlandish. Why can't this be it? Like, Sale never won a... Uh, 
come with me now never won a Grammy. Say I'll never want a Grammy. You'd uh, be the only one. I wish one you on hadn't brought that up. I really wish you hadn't brought that <laughs> hey, up. Hey, you're you're it's still platinum, a fucking sore point, <laughs> bro. I am platinum. Exactly. Very nice there. with the immediate cutaway. Wow. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. He was waiting <laughs> for cutaways. it. He was no, waiting for stuff. it. Just do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the guest list, Barstool Backstage Grammy for Foxtrot. And I'm telling you right now, I fucking talked a lot of shit about this new single and the new record that's coming out in the fucking spring or summer, whatever the fuck it is. It's going to do big things. And uh, I we pressured Madison enough into listening to the song. I did send it to her and she likes it. So I'm hoping she follows up and plays it on fucking Alt Nation. But there's a lot of radio that's backing this up. I got record labels hit me up about it. I'm telling you, 2024 Grammys, watch it. And if I'm wrong, what's the worst fucking thing that's going to happen? I was wrong. Who gives a shit? Then we'll just say the Grammys suck and we'll, we'll have something to talk yeah, exactly. about. This is great. It's win-win. <laughs> it's win-win, dude. Um, but, Robbie, so since you won't be on, like, the year end, do you have any, like, albums that stuck out to you? Or, like, there was there a favorite record for the year? Yeah, so I, I thought when you told me we were going to talk about some of our favorite albums this year, I feel like I'm the pop punk guy at Barstool for a lot of people. They want to hear from, you know, pop punk Robbie on this one. So I'm going to give four pop punk albums that I thought were like album of the year material, all completely different. First one, Kings of the New Age by State Champs. This is like your kind of not down the middle pop punk because it's not like generic, but this is something I could recommend to anyone. You could throw it on with your sister or your girlfriend in the car. They'll dig it too. Very catchy hooks, catchy choruses. The Hum Goes On Forever by The Wonder Years, a very mature, dark, honestly, like depressing pop punk album, but very, very good. Like that, the actual songwriting that Dan Campbell does is. Dan Campbell can do dark, dude. Yeah, he can do dark. And, this, and it gets like, dark, like it yeah. gets real, real dark, but amazing record. No pressure by no pressure. This is mm. uh, the side project of the singer from the story so far. Great pop punk band out there. And this side project is like early blink, fast punk, like absolutely crazy drums. The whole album's under 20 minutes. It's every song is two minutes long. Um, and then Fear by Stand Atlantic. This is like if you like a little bit of trap drums and hip hop vibes in your pop punk, they do it better than anyone right now. They've got an Australian chick singing and she pulls into raps for portions of the album and stuff a lot of features on it so those were the four that i wanted to bring up fuck yeah it, it, dude and it's, that one of your record is definitely on my top 10 for the year i love that fucking record but what this all reminds me of is the fact that like there's been so many albums that have come out this year i don't know why but 2022 feels incredibly long to me like there's stuff like wet leg came out this year I yeah. totally forgot that fucking record came out. There's like so much shit that's happened throughout this year that I totally forgot happened because this whole year feels like it's been like 20 years long in my opinion. But like to that is a fucking husky list right there. Like that's a, that's a good list. And then I like so you know the basic stuff too. The 1975 album, yeah. tremendous. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, so. the, the two Chili Peppers albums were both great. I loved the new Liam Gallagher album. So yep. the generic stuff. How about the fact that we got two fucking Chili Peppers records this year? Yeah. That's insanity. And our, one was a double record, wasn't it? Yeah, well, well with Frusciante, too. Like, the fact that he's playing on both of them is, like, the coolest part to me. Yeah, and I, I think we're going to – I think next week when we do our little Festivus episode, we should fucking do some of our favorite records of the year because it may be the last – I haven't looked at the calendar yet, but it might be the last episode of the year. Um, But, no, like, when, when I texted that to Robbie, my first thought was, like, damn, so much shit has happened this year. Like there's been so many things that have happened or gone wrong or gone right. And like it's a there's gonna be a lot to unpack in that. And one thing that like just broke today that like I totally forgot happened this year 
was the fact that R. Kelly's in jail. And uh, I know we didn't talk about this yet, but the fact that R. Kelly fucking put out a record secretly on Spotify and Spotify had no goddamn idea. And Dante, I think you were the first one to catch it. What was the name of the album? Wasn't it like If I Did It or something like that? This just happened? I don't yeah, know. This just oh, happened. Yeah, this just happened. I didn't exactly. know about this either until I got the text. Super fucked up. <laughs> What's the name of the record? Uh, Hold on. I don't want to get it wrong. You're thinking of OJ. OJ was like If I Did It. But it's yeah, up the that same was <laughs> well, no, the, is, uh, the funny thing about this is it. though, I admit it. That's I admit what it, was it. Called. dude. That's okay. even that's even more uh, condemning <laughs> than OJ's. Like, yeah. OJ's is like if, <laughs> dude. Oh, just picture R. Kelly. Hypothetically speaking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> should I have done? My it. lawyers have advised me. But it's it's classic R. Kelly where he's like telling a story and like he like is like legitimately being like yeah i might have been wrong to these bitches like shit like that like that's like what the songs are and i think spotify found out that it was on there and spotify axed it right away like it's gone but i just picture r kelly sitting in jail like yeah this shit's gonna go off they're gonna let me out like he's still he recorded to- it in jail too <laughs> no 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 i don't know how he recorded it because it sounds it's i've heard jail albums where people record through the yeah. phone this yeah. is not that like this is like legit like an actual fucking fully produced album. Like, do you think he was like sitting in his giant like rape mansion, like put, like putting tracks together before he went down? He's like, when the time is right, we're gonna drop this shit, and he did. And people were just like, nah, this ain't it, Rob. This he had it, it as a scheduled post a couple years ago and <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I've had a few of those that have bit me in the ass, Bob Fox. Back when I had scheduled Paul tweets and stuff. Scheduled I scheduled I scheduled a rough and rowdy tweet for two rough and rowdies ago and it was accidentally <laughs> a, a week out. So it was like Saturday or Friday or whatever at 7 p.m. Oh, tune into rough and rowdy. You're like, what a hit. And then people, are, <laughs> people are like tweeting me like this was last night you or last week, you fucking moron. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? I saw it. I'm like, oh fuck. Dude, I just had a, I had a thought earlier that has nothing to do with music. But Dave, if you would have been in the office when the intruders broke in, do you I picture you just pile driving somebody? I okay, so I'm trying to think of this from all perspectives. One, considering all the shit that goes down in this country and worldwide right now, my I would have been up there. I'm not taking the chance that it's some fucking YouTuber or pranker or whatever. I'm getting up there because, especially at Barstool, where you know there there's a uh, a unfair stigma surrounding the name Barstool, where there might be a crazy person that comes in. Hopefully, you know I'm not. I'm, not gonna say what we're all thinking with like mm. you know maybe crazy shit a gun. Yeah, yeah i'm going up there and i'm trying to fucking like subdue that guy at the very worst one thousand percent yeah i pictured you just like on top of him pummeling him but at the I- same time like if you thought that oh this is just some setup considering where we are right now mm-hmm. i can see that too if it was my old office like where i was in normal corporate america i would have gone fucking ballistic <laughs> like ballistic <laughs> But here I can see why people are like, oh, I thought it was just some setup prank or something. You I'm know? just so bummed out that like that like Molly or Patty weren't in the office. Like, could you imagine if they <laughs> right. would have been in the office and just fucking throwing leg kicks at this guy? That would have been. I, I wish I was in the office. <laughs> I love breaking up the rough and rowdy scuffles with two fighters go at it before they're supposed to fight. I'm yeah. the first one to grab them. Just yeah, like, yeah. It's the most fun thing in the world. Yeah. Get the blood <laughs> pumping a little bit. I would have loved to do something like that even. It would have been nice though, because that you that's trespassing. You got free shots on this guy. You can you can probably let but, him up. But I, I don't know if we necessarily do. I think the security guys do. 
but Either I don't way. think I don't think the employees do. But I don't know. Yeah, you're saying like who? Where does the uh, ownership of a building like? Are you defending it if you don't actually own it? Sort of thing. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. You have to prove like it's like a imminent threat to your yes personhood that I felt threatened and I felt yeah. the need to defend myself. How yeah. I mean, well, how I can always you prove feel that you're threatened. Not? So that's that's the thing, though. How can you prove yeah. that yeah. you don't feel? Someone threatened. runs into your office, trespasses, and yells. You got to feel threatened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I've talked like about it before. I got the shit. Citizen app. I don't know if you guys do. Yeah, you guys yeah. all live in major cities, though. Yeah. I that thing five uh two nights ago, three nights ago, five hundred feet away, some dude got shot in the back of the head. Dude, Philadelphia so it said like five hundred twenty-three feet away or something. It was I just right looked, on the other side of the school behind me. I just went on Twitter and Philadelphia was trending, and I went on there, and there was like six drive-by shootings last night. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So dude. I'm always like, it's better to err on the side of caution, I think, and that's what I would have done. Yeah, you know, you guys need to move out to the country like me. I look out my door. <laughs> I hear gunshots all the time, but it's just some Texan shooting a deer. It's, <laughs> it's so nice and peaceful to hear like, da, 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 and think like, oh, just someone target practicing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're in, you're not even in Austin. You're outside of Austin. Yeah. Just a little bit outside. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah. On that note, Johnny, I, uh, I met one of your high school classmates when I was in Phoenix like a month ago. Really? The vacation Who? JJ. The vacation JJ. That I his name's JJ. He was on. He was like the husband of some real, reality oh, star. The like the Bella the twins. Yes. What are they called? The yes. Bella twins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. My oh. yeah. Wait, my were you with the Bella twins? The Bella twins. No, we were. It was we were doing the video with Francis, and I was doing like man on the street stuff, and then I was like looking for the most obnoxiously douchey looking guys on earth. No offense <laughs> to him, we are all dressed like that. <laughs> And and he walked up. I'm like, you're too good on camera to like not be some sort of pro at this or like have some experience. Is he their brother? I think he said he's he's married to one of them. I don't know, but uh, like we DM each I feel like if it's, dude, the, if it's the dude I, you're so talking about, I'm thinking about JJ. He went. My brother was in his grade in Phoenix, and yeah, yeah. I heard a story about this guy. I won't say where or who told me. But it's so weird that you met this guy, Dave. I just heard the craziest, craziest story I will tell you offline. Oh, because it's I, very... I mean, you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you all. I'll tell you all when we stop recording. It's definitely not fit for to be blasted out into the public. Oh, uh, yeah. This could be a, uh, a libel or slander situation that yes, we need to be careful yes, about. Yes, uh, understood, yes, understood. Yes, yes. Yo, another thing that just broke, and I this is once to get back on musical topics, but this actually shocked me. Something that just came across my Twitter. Today, Lil Wayne got his first diamond plaque. Huh. What? Yeah, he j- uh, Lollipop just became his first diamond single. That means that Kenny Carkey got a diamond that. single before <laughs> Lil Wayne. Dude, that's what's so what crazy. There's not that many diamond. Like it's, There's it only like 60. Especially since like the whole streaming thing, like things changed, you know, in terms of how they count towards like a, a track equivalent or a sale equivalent. Uh, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I uh, what think the Kenny fuck? was number fifty-six. Yeah. Huh. Uh, what, oh wow, what? there's that little. That's that really you. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking nuts. Like that in history. But that's how warped my brain is because of this podcast. And, like I saw Little Wayne did that, and I was like, Kenny beat Little Wayne. I was like, no fucking way, dude. <laughs> and to think about, like, we know the background of how that song got made. The fact that, oh my gosh, I just pictured Kenny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at that scrawny little fucking twink. 
<laughs> yeah, he's a little bitch, dude. But yeah, like my like brain didn't go like good for Wayne. It was like, how the fuck did Kenny beat Lil Wayne? And also, we know the fact that Kenny was just high out of his fucking mind for four hours making that song. Like it wasn't like a cool. There was no like cool strife or struggle. It was like Kenny and Aaron like sitting around being like, "That sounds cool. All right, fine." And do I this, also dude. no, I dude, lo- don't don't denigrate like the 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 work is not necessarily in the moment where the thing comes out. Like you sure. know, the the diamond comes out after years and years of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I'm yeah, not arguing we're that. not going to still rip on them though. Yeah, hundred oh, no, no, percent. Kenny, I don't. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the process. That's fair. I will agree with that. And I, no, no slight to Kenny. I know he's busy with Baby Shark, but like a little what bit is, of slight to Kenny, just a little bit, just a little. I, bit. Yeah, I mean, we all owe Kenny to a certain degree because I mean, Kenny brought us Johnny, which is the best thing that happened in this podcast in a while. But also, fuck him. <laughs> oh i love that all right let's do this let's go into the interview with madison we'll come out we'll do on the on the list off the list and we'll get the fuck out of here uh let's go into our interview with madison from alt nation all right ladies and gentlemen on the guest list today one of our favorite djs sirius xm alt nation you've heard us talk about her quite a lot on the podcast recently we have madison from sirius xm madison how are you Oh my goodness. Thank you. I guess I'm okay. I might have Lyme disease, but other than that, I am okay, you guys. <laughs> Let's start there. How did that come? How did you find that? All right. So we were in we were in upstate New York over Thanksgiving. We rented this house, you know, my my daughter, my stepson, my husband, the two dogs. We went from New Jersey to Albany, where my family is, and it was like kind of nice weather, and there was a yard for the dogs, and you know, all is well, yada yada, etc. And like that Friday night after Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, why does my shoulder hurt? And I look over and there's like this mole. I thought it was a mole. I was uh, like, oh my God, all the sun abuse, all the years, the melanoma, because I'm a sun worshiper and I'm so fair. I have spots all over my body, age spots, but I haven't had knockwood, the melanoma. I was like, that's it. It's over. It's melanoma. I have cancer. It was like a little bump and it hurt and I tried to pick at it. My husband's like, leave it alone. So I put a Band-Aid on it finally get an appointment like five days later i couldn't get into the dermatologist right away and i was like i know it's time it's cancer she's like let me see let me see oh it's a tick i'm like what oh. Oh. i was like how the fuck can i swear yeah of course yeah. oh my like, god are you f- fucking kidding yeah. me how the fuck? i was like how the fuck did i get a tick i'm not outdoorsy i wasn't frolicking in the yard in albany new york in a tank top she's like it just happens the dog bah, bah, bah. so this tick was living on me for a few days and i think i was mashing him further into my shoulder because i put a band-aid on and then i said to her i, I was know. like i noticed hairs i thought it was a mole she's like no those were legs Legs. Oh, oh. Dude, dude, I just got on here. This at all? Yo, yeah, Dante just jumped in in the middle. <laughs> I just got on here, but how did we get on this subject? We did because, it. Okay, it's, yeah. it's literally the first five seconds. You literally yeah, hopped first in five as we seconds. Started. I, I, I'm on Anna. She's got me on. They sent it off. She called me. She's like, "All right, it was a tick." I'm like, "Duh, we established that when you took it off." <laughs> Uh, so now I'm on antibiotics and of course yesterday is so psychosomatic. I was like, oh, I don't feel good. My body hurts. My husband's like, yep, that's lying. You mean like they, just as a preemptive thing, they put you on yeah. antibiotics oh, just yeah. to, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude, they're, they're scary. Ticks. Yes. And then I get a, then I'll, after she said, after the antibiotics, then I go for the blood work. So, uh, hopefully I mean, I not wanna, I don't want to like diminish that, but 
I mean, at least it wasn't cancer. You know I, I mean? said, no, I said to her, I was like, I kind of wish it was cancer. And she cracked <laughs> up. I don't know. I mean, yeah, obviously, like, that's that's probably worst case scenario. But Lyme disease is pretty serious. Like, Thank it's not, you. Has, yeah, my, mom it's not just like a, my mom has Lyme disease. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I, I have so many ailments. If you guys listen to me, then you know I can, but you probably don't. But maybe you do. <laughs> I complain about my health all the time. I have chronic pain. I have neck and shoulder problems. So this is just like, I mean, Lyme probably won't stand a chance with me because I'm already dealing with the shit. The lime will be nothing. Get in line, lime. Yeah, it'll be like, get in line. I'm using that. Get, get in I'm, line. I'm writing that down. Get in line, lime. Yeah. There you go. It, That's your battle cry right there. Get in line, lime. I'm going to get a t-shirt printed up. But yeah, so how are you guys? Thanks for yeah, What the fuck, dude? I don't have Lyme disease, I don't think. Uh, I've had a headache all day, though. I don't know if that compares. Are you drinking enough water? I'm drinking coffee right now. I'm no, kind of... you got water is my cure for everything. Like, um, my daughter will be like, my head hurts. Water. All right, hold good on. Job, here's Kenny. A, here's a good question though. What do you have? Like a random cure all, and not water because everybody drinks water. But like water. Well, my water. all right. In the yeah, could you pronounce also, that properly? Water. Water. No, These water. motherfuckers. You're from Jersey. No, you're not from Jersey. No, I'm from I'm from Albany, New York. So I kind of have a, a general American dialect. But uh, yeah, my my husband's from Brooklyn, and he he had an accent for a very. I didn't know him when he had the accent, but you know he talked like this, and he got rid of it because he's in radio as well. Uh, but oh, accents are terrible. It's the joy of podcasting because I have a bad Philly accent. And I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want. So this is nice. Yeah, you know, and you know what's funny? Can I just say uh, to you, I finally started watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Now I'm on season five. None of them have a Philly accent. Wait, you just started watching it? Just, I had never had any in interest in it. You're in for a treat. I Where know. Have you been? No, because our, our I've been watching colors. everything else. That's all I do is watch <laughs> everything. Oh, you're in for a, you're, you are in for a treat, but the funny thing is, only one of them is really from Philadelphia. Can you I know, which yeah. One it it's Mac. And yes, Mac. Have an accent. That, yeah, I, I know. Sometimes Danny DeVito has a nice little Philly. He'll say one, but uh, that's my only beef. I mean, they're horrible sociopaths. They're yep. the worst people on the planet. And I'm on season five. I might have to take a little break because they're horrible. Yeah, this, you're getting into the good spot, too. Is By the way, if you really... are into watching a lot of things, there's a show called Mythic Quest that Mac also oh, oh, so yeah. Good. Right. That's I such read a good about show. that. Really, really good show. All right, I'll 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 consider it. It does piss me off, though, because Johnny sounds like some cartoon character, but I'm the one who gets shit on for an accent. Me? This Johnny? Yeah, Wait, that Johnny. 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 This is how things sound when you pronounce them properly, Colin. Yeah, I bet they do. No, see, we where, invented Johnny, the language. where are you from? I know I've read about your band. I can't well, remember um, now where you guys are from. I was born in England, and then we grew up in South Africa, but we've been in the States forever. So Colin's not wrong. My accent is fucked beyond belief. It's very <laughs> like interesting. It's, it's half and half, half and half. It's like literally everywhere. He talks normally until he says the word Kant, and then you're like, oh, my God. Kant <laughs> or Kant? Emmanuel Kant. Emmanuel Kant. Yeah. He calls lots of people. It's terrible. It's a terrible word. Yes. So here's kind of like I was really happy when Kenny said that you were coming on because we do talk about you a decent amount. And recently, because in in a favorable way or in a favorable Madison way. I am obsessed with you. Oh my god. And you're kind of cute. Not not in like no, not in like, yeah, well however you want to put it. I've never seen you. But I listen to you all the time Yay. when I'm driving. And you can ask these guys. Ever since I joined the show, I've been like, 
we got to get Madison from Alt Nation on. We got to oh, get Madison. Oh, I love from it. Thank you. So I, I deal that, with the, I deal with the haters, you know, on a daily basis. It's well, more that's where I'm going. Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. So last week, Kenny was like, "Man, Madison deals with so she's like a troll queen. She deals oh, with yeah. these fucking haters so easy." And Dante's like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" Dante Who? had no idea about the fucking online trolls. Oh my god, Who I could find. Oh, they're just the thing. The thing that makes me insane. I'm just like a loser DJ. I don't make a lot of money. Okay, like. At all, I am not like Kenny Carkeet rich. Okay, I don't have that. The sa- <laughs> I don't have the sale of the song sale. You know, I see his little thing on the wall. You know, you're probably a billionaire from just that song. No, SpongeBob. we have we have he no spent money. It all on bad weed. He's, he's got the SpongeBob money. Yeah, he's working on SpongeBob now. Oh my god. Kenny's the voice of SpongeBob now. What? No. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. No, I oh got into goodness. dialogue editing for Nick all the Nickelodeon shows and stuff. Oh, like. that's amazing. Well, do they need any voiceover actors, Kenny? Because Okay, can I tell you? I, I do know, that too. I had no concept of voice acting really until I got into the animation. The amount of fucking money these people I know. I don't want to talk the about oldest it. Oldest amount of fucking time. Dude, plus what a sick gig. Like you can be so amazing. behind the scenes. No one's hassling you. Oh, that's it's a that's a dream job. I have a voiceover demo and I've booked some, you know, I did like seven hell of a good dip commercials, um, <laughs> but I haven't oh, yeah. booked anything and I don't hustle at all. I just I, I wait. I just wait for people to discover me and it's not really happening. Same. Same. Um, you talk to like millions and millions of people every day. Like- you think somebody would be like. Oh, hello, Madison. I'm the uh, the owner of uh, uh, Otesla or Ozempic <laughs> or, you know, Pepto-Bismol. Would you like to do the voiceover? Uh, my husband actually said to me, like, during the election, he was like, all right, if you were offered, like, $10 million to do a voiceover for Ted Cruz's campaign, would you do it? And I was like, oh, my God, that is a hard question oh, like, do it for 10 grand he's such i mean i'm assuming you guys are like uh, on the right side of history he's like such a piece of shit i don't think i could i don't think i could for 10 i mean yes for 10 million, wor- yes it's funny in a world of like trump's ted cruz still comes off as like a bigger piece of shit <laughs> I which is know. Like, to do that is a fucking achievement beyond belief i don't get it no i would i guess i would do it but i wouldn't if somebody was like madison did you do a voiceover for the ted cruz no <laughs> are you out of your mind ted cruz Dude. he still pees sitting down that's right ted hey, cruz. don't knock that yeah ted cruz dude if anybody in the world, like, if you ever, uh, there's a great stand-up right now about, like, Ted Cruz and Trump, like, when they were going at each other, and then the week later, Ted Cruz was like, I endorse Donald Yes, J. Trump. I know. I don't He's get He's such a dickless pussy. Dude. Dick, pussy, a- piece of shit. These are just mean. <laughs> These are angry motherfuckers. Anyway, I didn't answer you about, they're, they're just idiot trolls. They're just, like, who has time to tweet a, a satellite radio DJ who, like, lives in new jersey and my kid doesn't even go we don't even live in that great of a town we don't even live in the rich town the rich town is across the street we don't even live in the rich town like and i take out the trash i do the dishes my i my kitchen is shit i don't have money to redo my kitchen who has seventy thousand dollars to redo a kitchen so it's like they just they pick on me either i'm a woman I sing. It's usually for the singing. It's definitely like for the, the singing. singing. Yeah, I've seen that. I mean, 
because uh, I we, I think we follow you on Twitter and have for a long time, so I've seen all of that. But yeah, I gotta say, you ridiculous. you do. It's not that you bring it on, but you enjoy it. Will you admit that? Sometimes, you partially enjoy it. Sometimes it really bothers me. Occasionally, well, I don't mean like the mean spirited ones, because like, there are definitely people that are just actually yeah. being mean spirited. Yeah. But it feels like there's a little bit of back and forth. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Like this morning, I'm sitting in the in the Volvo dealership. I'm rich enough for a Volvo. I'm Hell in the yeah. Volvo dealership getting. I, I guess there was a nail in my tire. Okay, mm. I had to go to the dealership for that. And uh, I'm sitting there and I'm reading my tweets and. And this guy's like, you sing like dog shit. And that that <laughs> that bothered me. It bothered me. Can I give, can I give you a, a piece of advice? From, not that you want You're going to tell me to block and ignore, oh, right? that's the last thing I'm going to tell you to do. Yeah, that's oh. not what Kenny's going to tell yeah, you to yeah, do. Yeah. What are you going to tell me right to do? Here. A very key phrase that really fucks with everybody. I'm home. writing it down. What is it? It's three letters. L-O-L. <laughs> Anytime LOL. somebody talks shit, yeah. like, oh, this person, you can't fucking sing, you're blah, blah, blah. You just hit them with the LOL. Yeah, so yeah. Then they think I thought you were going to say, like, your dick is small. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> if you say that many words, you care too much. If you hit them with yeah, right. LOL, you're like, ah, ah, Dude, yeah. we, as, a as a testimonial, I will say, when we first started doing the podcast and we started switching it over to, like, the barstool shit, and we started because the barstool commenters are as bad as anyone who tweets at you. Yeah. They, hate, they hate everything yeah. that anybody does. Uh, and Kenny was just telling me, he's like, dude, just hit him with the LOL. It'll be great. And the first thing I posted on Barstool Backstage, like nine people commented and were like, this page fucking sucks. You're a loser. Who the fuck are you? And I hit them all back with an <laughs> Sorry. LOL. Yeah. I, I hit them all back with LOL. And instantly I took the power back. It was Good. fucking glorious. You know yeah. what, you, what could they you, say back to LOL? I've, like, try, I've done LOL a couple times. Or yesterday somebody was like, I changed the channel every time she's on. I was like, thanks. <laughs> yo me thanks too. sir good for yeah. you i think i wrote good for you and the other day it was a thanks but for the most part it's like 95 percent nice but of course yeah. i pick out the negative ones sometimes the people are such pieces of shit i want to point out their shittiness because they're usually it's bad grammar it's a lot of bad grammar <laughs> which is my biggest pet peeve the bad grammar this sounds like a good like um segment on your show <laughs> yeah just yo just flame people I mean, on air yeah 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 i do i do occasionally i do i in fact when i got back from the car dealership i read that tweet on the air and i was like so mean i sing beautifully <laughs> like an angel you sometimes you got to lean into it without encouraging them. Our former manager, we we had a YouTube comment that was so bad. It was like, I mean, actually bad. It was racist, anti-Semitic, <gasps> just for no reason. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it just came out of nowhere because they go like zero to that shit on YouTube, like on a, on a thing. It's a YouTube it was so amazing, though. Do. Our manager blew it up and framed it and put it on his wall. Oh, and oh it's, my God! We felt like this was so. It was so good. I wouldn't even read it. It's so bad. That like, as a let's joke. see. I got yeah. a bad one over the summer though to my um, Facebook, which I for some reason people are meaner on Facebook than on Twitter. And this guy, he private messaged me. I don't know why. And then I exposed him. I didn't dox him because. I could get in a lot of trouble for that, but I let other people dox him. Smart. And he wrote, yeah, th people reached out to his boss, uh, his church. Then the church reached out to me and was like, he is not a member of our church. He wrote, nice. he wrote something he like, well, he's, but he's not even a member. He was like, Madison, you dumb bitch Jew. 
Um, oh my god! Yeah, like, like I'm like I, I'll read it to you guys. It was like it it was so it was so vile. I was definitely shaken. Oh. Uh, that that one really that one got me. Well, that no, one this, me. Is, this is infuriating me. I, I don't like where this conversation's going. Oh no, I'd you rather... gotta hear it. You gotta well, hear it. Can well, I Madison, read it? Can I can I offer you our services before you do? Because yeah. in, in the Barstool universe, right? When people have problems with airlines, Big Cat, who is one of the top guys over at Barstool, they tweet at Big Cat and they he fights with the airlines and gets things fixed. Right. So now, <laughs> when you get something crazy, just tag Barstool backstage. Okay. We'll handle it. We will be the attack dog. I don't trust Barstool backstage. I think. Wait, is that you guys or that's the whole bar- Barstool? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're we're on the guest list in Barstool backstage. We will fucking handle it. Trust because me. Because I I I've heard of about Barstool and they're, I, I Barstool Sports. Yeah. They're insane. No. <laughs> well, we got your back. We got your back. We have your back. That's very nice. I mean, I I don't know why Kenny left the room. Did I upset him? Because Kenny's a coward. His bong ran out. Yeah, no, he has babies, so he's probably taking care of babies. Read this this message and give me this person's information. And he's he's like a grown man, and he wrote, Hey, dumb bitch. You are not necessary. Get your Jew ass off of lithium. What I'm ending fuck? my subscription with Sirius because of you and your self-promoting Jew friends. You fucks ruined a perfectly good music system. I can't <sighs> wait until we are liberated from you fucks. So I, I, I posted that and like my listeners went to town. Wow. And this was back in June. And I don't know why I just didn't get around to, uh, I was going to report it to the Anti-Defamation League. I can't you know, believe that Kanye West was tweet- I can't believe Kanye West was tweeting at you. I know he did. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, this guy's name is I don't know if I should say it. It's cuz that's doxing. But I'm yeah, not even, I'm not at work. I'm not at yeah, work. But don't don't even fucking give this guy the time of day. Honestly, yeah. that guy's remember that guy has to wake up every day as him. That's a fucking punishment. But who but who does he think he is that he can just do that? There's without so many, the only, I don't think there's a lot of thinking involved. Like, you know what I mean? It's, he's not clearly someone who's thinking things through. The only place I, I know that's worse than Twitter is the Call of Duty game chat. <laughs> oh, oh, I hear those yeah. are really bad. Well, no, this was, Kenny, this was um, this was just my Facebook. He just private messaged me on Facebook back in June. I do have a solution for that. If yes. you go to your application folder and then you throw Facebook in the trash, right? you're going to cut that down like 90%. At least. At least, oh my god! I know I should. I should. Uh, well, let's transition to something happy, like no. something please. good. Let's please, please. Well, let's 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 talk a little music because I mean, yeah. we we talk we talk about like kind of like where music is now, where alternative music is now, and you're you are whether or not you believe it, like a tastemaker in a way that like you are someone who gives it to the masses. You are you you supply, but I don't. Masses. I do not program the channel. You just you need to know that. Well then, what? What? If, all right. So you, we were talking off air, and you said you enjoy a lot of like indie bands, different yes. bands like that. What would you add to the rotation? Like, what? What have you been interested in? What have you been listening to? Oh my God, you're you're pressing me. I need I need time for that, for that. Uh, I don't know. I, Are there I you're listening to that you're not playing? You know, I mean, in the same genre ish. Or like, what really interests you right now? Like, is there anybody that jumps out right away that you've or, been on repeat? Or is there anything that you are playing that you're blown away by currently? 
Well, I like this singer. Uh, you, if you guys listen to All Nation, I love Windsor. I think he's really Friend awesome. of the podcast. We have him on all the We've had him on Oh, my God. I've yeah. tons of songs with Jordan. He's the sweetest human being. I love him. I can't wait for more. Overnight just went yes. to the moon. And good for him. He's the yeah. best human uh Friend, friends i barely know and memory and capsize really he put out a really excellent ep this year flip that and, tag windsor he's great we love him yeah windsor, windsor's a buddy of the, of the program he's been nice on the yeah. i mean i love i love phoenix you know j'adore yes. phoenix i love them yeah. um and then when i listen to serious xmu i never I, I don't know it's usually just like a one song here and a one song there that i love yeah um um, and and I feel like I'm being put on the spot. I guess I should have prepared. No, I feel the same way every time these guys ask me that question because it's when you're so involved in music and like yep. it's your job and everything, it's a hard one because one, you don't yes. want to offend people. Two, like that's not, I've got so many other things I'm trying to focus on. Like I like listening to my own music is basically the answer to that because yeah. you're so self-involved it, and it's not necessarily a good thing. But yeah, I feel you just being on the spot here because they ask me all the time. Yeah, what do you listen I mean, to? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I I could tell you like, and it, it it runs the gamut. Like I was last week, I was listening to only Broadway show tunes. That's it. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. That's like all I was listening to. My daughter was in a community production of School of Rock. She didn't have any lines and she's a really good singer, but I was like singing songs from the School of Rock musical. And uh <laughs> yeah. you know, so I'm I'm really into that. And uh this week I was listening to the new Yeah Yeah Yeah's album. I haven't heard oh, all of it yeah. yet, but like Burning is like one of my favorite songs right now. I love that they're out yeah. touring again right now. They just listed a bunch of dates, which is awesome. Karen yeah. I I one time saw Karen O and wrapped in aluminum foil, arch her back with her head on the ground and like deep throat the microphone will scream. Oh yeah. She's that sounds about right. Fucker on yeah, she's, yeah, she's really beast, dude. she's badass. She yeah. is bad. I love that. I love, you know, spinning off the edge of the world was is a really good song. Burnings like They're even better. Too, who plays old style? Like he's incredible. What a great band. What a great band. I yeah. love seeing a lot of those like like early aughts two thousands like New York bands. Like L C D is like selling out everywhere and yeah. the yeah, yeah's are bad. And like, yes, it, it does feel like people want that kind of an attitude back. Like people do oh, are yeah. like craving for that kind of a shit. I love, and I'm like a massively obsessed with emo. I'm a, an emo fanatic. Like I love Dashboard Confessional and Jimmy Eat World, and very tender. It's you know, I love me that Jimmy Eat World gets put into emo because I don't feel I don't feel. Yeah, like you, they're not. You're you're right. They're but really they, not. But you get but... into there. You're not the only one. I see that everywhere. But it's Jimmy Eat like... World is one of the most underrated bands of the oh, past twenty years. They're they're like one of my top 10 favorite bands he he has one of the best rock and roll voices yeah jim atkins and i told him that a couple months ago i interviewed them i gave them their set list for the when we were young festival he was like oh my god madison some of these songs are hard we don't know these songs i was <laughs> like you're rhythms, gonna do their rhythm sections fucking incredible they're their fucking incredible, they're, incredible. Yeah. They're, they were like the next version of third eye blind after third eye blind oh, wow, so much better though that. so much better that's writing. Oh, hey, do you want to put out Stephen Jenkins' phone number right now, Kenny? Can. You oh, I have a I have a story about him. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you got? Oh, wait. Yeah. Are you got? Are you friends with him? No, no. So we we Matthew Coma, who is like a friend oh, of the program. Oh, he's a friend of mine. 
fine. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. That's like one of Kenny's best friends. Yes. Best friends I knew that. I knew that my husband is really good friends with Matthew because, yeah. um, because my husband programs the dance channels and he knows yeah. Matthew from there. And, and I think Matthew's grandma or aunt babysat my husband. My husband's 20 years older than yeah. Matthew, but they're from the uh, same okay. yeah, yeah. street in Brooklyn. Yeah. Wow. Holy fuck. So I actually had a problem about a year ago with Max Collins from Eve Six, and I called Matthew. I was like, Matthew? And he was talking to me. He talked me off the ledge. He was like, I got you. He talked what, me what, off what the was, ledge. What was the problem with Max? We we know him well, like Max is, intimately. Yeah, Max is like a is like a long lost brother to us. Oh no, 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 no. We don't like each other. Oh hell like yeah. What, no, great. let's beat his ass, dude. Let's go. No, no, I can't. I can't get into it. I assume I don't it's all Twitter based. Twitter based, and then he started going after me, and then his fans started going after me, and I started freaking out. And then I was like, Oh, I, I know Matthew knows him and does not like him. So let yeah. me get a hold yeah. of Matthew. And he was like, Relax, relax. And then he called me, and I was like, Put Hillary on. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> but, I can't um, believe all three, I can't believe all three of Max's fans came after you. That's crazy. That's right. All three of them. They harassed me. It had something to do with Israel, and I'm like super pro-Israel. Uh, Why is Eve Six fucking tweeting about Israel? <laughs> they weren't. It was just, you know, I, I shouldn't have stuck my toe in. He said something like, he was like, oh, something, something, Palestinians. And I was just in a mood, and I was, everybody fucking hates my people. Everyone hates the Jews. And I was like, really and he was like yeah really and then everyone and then all his people were like oh madison hates uh muslims madison hates palestinians madison 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 i was like i'm just so sorry that i'm uh very pro-israel sorry that everybody wants that that country wiped off the planet sorry the internet and, is a fucking hell yeah yeah it yeah. really is <laughs> but it's i shouldn't have said anything i obviously have empathy for people but um but then, you know, they're all like, Israel is apartheid. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, seriously. Seriously. Well, Matthew Coma is the sweetest human being on earth. Adore him. Right I call him my son, my stepson, because yeah. he calls my husband dad. Well, he's adorable to everybody except for Stephen <laughs> Jenkins from Third Eye Blind. Oh, so they're feuding? Uh, well, Matthew's been wearing when when he would play eighty thousand person DJ sets, he would yes. wear a white shirt with Stephen Jenkins' phone number. On it, oh. and like I played a live TV show in Poland with Matthew, and in the middle of the live TV show, he said Stephen Jenkins' name. Like he named his fish Stephen Jenkins. He bought. Oh my it. god! <laughs> it's but one of those. But they're friends. They're friends. Yeah, they're yeah. They're it, what started off as a troll ended up. I see. Like, I see. Like, yeah. 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 It's one it, of those internet things where you pick somebody out, and they don't even know why. It's it's the way I am with Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan doesn't know that we're feuding. Uh, but I post Billy Corgan's face to Twitter and Instagram all the time. Oh, it's you're funny. terrible. He's he's feuding with everyone, though. The Billy, with, like, with yeah. Matthew and Stephen Jenkins is that it came out of a place of adoration. Matt adores Stephen Jenkins. And right, right, right. So by poking fun at him was the way to, like, hey, talk to me. Hey, talk to me. <laughs> That's oh what I'm my to God! Do. I just want Billy on the podcast. Right. I just want to wear tunics and eat cheese puffs I'm with Billy Corgan. Is that so hard to fucking do? <laughs> no, just don't make fun of his uh, his uh, cat fancy cover because that's what Anderson Cooper did. <laughs> oh, thank you for giving me fuel. Yeah, I know I know yeah, what to do. Few, Dude, no, I feel like God. I'm on the internet right now. I don't know what anyone's talking yeah. about. Well, like, I <laughs> I interviewed Billy Corgan many many years ago, and I just knew to kiss his ass, but he's fucking crazy. 
yeah, I've never met a more conceited person in my life, but God damn it, I love hearing them talk. We, we had we, we went down to Nashville and interviewed the Black Keys for the podcast, and they gave a wow. Billy Corgan story. And then the next week, we had the used on. And the used gave a Billy Corgan story. Ooh. I think it was like four weeks. We had Ice Cube on in between those. Wow. Yeah, we're actually fucking shit up over here. Okay. We, just had Nick, we just had Nickelback on last week, which was cool. Uh, no, what? it was fuck, don't give me that face. It was fucking awesome. They, they were, were fucking great. awesome. You they know, they're awesome. like my least favorite band on the earth. Hang out with them for five minutes. No, no there's got to be someone worse than that. There's I, like train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Agree 100%. No, Nickelback is the fucking worst band on the planet. Dude, yeah. I fucking love you. Holy shit. I'm sorry. I'm so, I, like, I'm not going to get fired. This is an unserious XM. Colin, I, just, I, I told you, this is how she is on air every yeah. day. And, and I hate Madison, Nickelback. The, the, Madison, cool, the, thing, the thing I admire most about you is it sounds like you, no offense, it sounds like you have like 10 different personalities. <laughs> I do. And they're all interacting. <laughs> they're all interacting when they're on air. Like, I'm writing that down. Well, no, listening to you talk, it sounds like you're talking with a group of people, but it's I just think you. I, I think I've always had undiagnosed ADHD. I mean, I have depression and anxiety, and I can sit still, but I've taken all those tests. I don't have ADHD or ADD, but I, I teeter, like, very close because I'll, I'll do – I'll start doing a break, and then I'll – and they're always like one thought per break. I can never follow that rule. I can't. Like I have to talk about first. I'll talk about my you know supposed Lyme disease, and then I'll go into like, oh, Billy Corgan has a new album out, and then I'll be like, oh, remember that time I made out with Mark McGrath in 1997? Like I'll go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened. Yeah. Did you run your hand? Did you run your hand through his chilled? like highlighted tip no hair. that didn't happen but Damn it. i did i i like it was chicago i was on the radio in chicago and uh we were doing like uh one of those like twisted christmas or something like that at q101 and uh i he was there and he was like in a in like a leg brace or something so i was like i'm gonna make out with him <laughs> i'm gonna like catch him and make out with him and i did and we're in like this green room. I was like, want to make out? He's like, yeah. So we made out. And then he said something to me, which I cannot repeat. Maybe when you're done recording, I'll tell you. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. like a legendary story, what he said to me. And no, he didn't meet to me. It was the opposite. He like asked politely. Oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> so, so if I, because you know, he's big on cameo, right? Yeah, I'm on cameo yeah, too. Makes- but yes, yeah. If I bought you for Christmas, or no! okay, if I bought you a, a Mark McGrath like cameo to like Madison, I deeply no. love you. I miss you very much. No, like, please don't. <laughs> I would be mortified. Don't yeah, yeah. spend your money. Just buy a cameo from me to everybody else because I need to raise money for my kitchen renovation and my face Lyme disease. All right, we'll plug it on. We'll plug it on Barstool when when I post this interview. Oh my God! But the the I'm afraid because the comments. I'm telling you, the comments are going to be wicked. You're a friend of the. You're friend of the program now. Yeah, you understand. We need, you almost, we need you to be like a reoccurring guest. This is oh, fun. absolutely. I have Dante, the way you say. said that made me think that there's like protection money that needs to be paid or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're a friend of the podcast now. <laughs> it's a mafia situation. But no, dude. Well, I mean, no. I, I like you even more now that I know that you, you used to work in Chicago. When I was that? In Chicago a long time ago. Wait, let's so, let's right, so, say the so 90s. Is, when it was so still Q101, is, right? Yes. 
that's that's like RIP. That was like the the. I mean, I live in Chicago now, and oh. when I first got there, that station was like legendary. And it, we're talking it late nineties. I was very young. I got the job. I had been living in Miami because I went to U University of Miami. Worked in radio the minute I graduated, and. Uh, and then got the job to go to Chicago, and I was so psyched, and I loved it. I was Q101. I did, like, swing shift and overnights for about a year, and then I got fired for stealing promotional CDs. And I did steal <laughs> them. Off. We Wait, all what, stole them. What were the CDs? Do you remember? I don't remember, but the guy who definitely uh, got me in trouble, like, tried to friend me on Facebook several years ago, and I was like, <laughs> you dude stupid bitch. That guy. they fired me on my answering machine and you know i was in i was in the <laughs> union and all that so i then i i called rock 1035 and i was like hey it's madison from alt nation uh dave richards i was like you don't know me but uh, i just got fired from q101 for stealing cds would love a shot to <laughs> work over there and he called me back like that day he was like oh my god Come on in. And then I worked there for a year before they went under. But um, yeah, I loved Chicago. Yeah, and then Wait, I worked so at Hooters. I worked at Hooters. Shut oh, up! No way. Cut on. Love Hell it, man, yeah, dude. Man, I just missed. I just missed my chance. I didn't move there until two thousand one. You were already gone, huh? You were. You're probably younger than me. Yeah, you're a little right. younger. But I hey. was hooking up with all the customers. <laughs> Wait, so, a Q one hundred one or you? Hooters? Yeah, both. Are the <laughs> both. No, not Wait, Q101, so did, but So did yeah, you Hooters. always know you wanted to be a DJ or in radio and I mean, did you I mean, you have to have some comedy background of some sort. Well, some I wanted sport, right? I mean, I wanted to act. I was an actress. That's what I wanted to do. That was my I majored in theater and broadcasting. I did uh okay. started out at WVUM in Miami, the University of Miami radio station. And uh I just wanted to be an actress, but I was like, oh, I don't have the looks for that, yada, yada. So let me try radio. And I was good at it. And I got into it like just kind of never really had to struggle for a job. I uh, didn't really have to work hard, to be quite honest with you. I got the job uh, immediately at a like just as a board app, though, immediately upon graduation. And then I did, you know, hustle a little to get I did overnights on a rock station in Miami. And I mean, that was hard because nobody was listening to rock from two to six in the morning in Miami. No one. <laughs> you got to be smoking back no to do that. You have to yeah. be up. To it was awful. There was, you know, working those hours. Uh, add to you know i'm a depressed person so it added to that it was not very uh, good for yeah. my mental health and then i got the chicago job and i just absolutely loved chicago but then when you know i was there two years and i said i'm gonna move to new york i'll be closer to home and i'll focus on the acting and i did for a couple of years got my equity card did a bunch of plays toured with children's theater and it was just too hard it was just mm. too hard and then uh an ex-boyfriend worked at you guys didn't even ask me about this but i'm just telling you uh oh, this no. <laughs> guy a guy that i dated had worked at cnn and he they did an interview with a company called sirius and he was like you should send your tape and at the time it was a tape and i sent the tape so i've been there 20 years i sent the tape probably 21 years ago and wow. they hired me like I mean, you fucking six you months later. explode that that 
that platform though. Like, it's true. They hired me. They put me on Octane, and I was like, "Oh, this music! I wanted to." Like, <laughs> I, I think I had to play. Nickelback. You were just blessed in saliva and oh! three days grace. Oh my Hell god! Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And like you know, uh, three. Uh, what's that band? Three Doors Down. Oh, Kryptonite. <laughs> Kryptonite. <laughs> Like this evanescence. This is, this is I was why like, this is the best fucking show ever because we'll have Nickelback one week and then the next week we'll have somebody making fun of them on the fucking oh show. Oh my this God, best, fucking Nickelback. I have to play like <laughs> evanescence. I was like, I got to get off this channel. I like alternative music. I want to be on the alt channel. And then I was on First Wave and then they moved me off. For, I loved First Wave. But after a while, it's like, oh my God, how much more can you say about Haircut 100? So they put me on Lithium. <laughs> And I don't love the music, but it's a lot of fun because what, those those bands are still very active. What band do you think that you've like had the biggest hand in helping break? Because I mean, a band like Cannons, who none, I think not, none. You'd say none? no. Come on, Why? no, Why? I don't, Why? I don't, I don't not program true. the channel. I don't program the yeah, channel. But I know, but it, but Madison, you do an excellent job of taking a radio single and convincing a listener hmm. to dive deeper into it. You did that. I like the new day glow album. I never would have listened to the new day glow album. If you didn't like vouch for it as hard as you did. All right. The day it dropped. Well, see, well, I, awesome I love him. I love him. awesome album. Awesome yeah. album. But I like, I remember you were like, you know, and you, you rattled off the, the tracks too. You were like, you know, listen to track two, six, I well, did. I pulled it right up on Spotify. So I'm so, but I'm, but I'm like a phony. I'm full of it. I was probably just no. reading it. No way. <laughs> you, you haven't had a phony moment yet. You, no, I. You are. I think you get inundated with so many people busting your balls that you don't even realize the impact that you actually do have on the platform. I gotta tell. I gotta tell you that the the one time I met you in person. Yeah, that was fun. Bit of a notch. I think it was like Barclays or MSG. One of the. Yeah, it was at MSG, and my stepson was a big AWOL Nation fan. Square Garden. I hope he grew out of that. I met, and they told me that's Madison. Make sure you go talk to her. Make sure you go say hi. Blah, blah. Like it was revered as a like, don't fuck. What? This up. Go, no, that's so that you understand bullshit. where the artists and management were coming from. They're wow. like, hey, hey, like, let, let us be the ones to pump the tires a little bit here. Stop I, it. I, listen, listen, listen. I am in an alternative band. I deal with a lot of radio DJs. I've done the gathering. I've had to kiss ass to a lot of re- radio DJs that I don't think have half the impact that you do. So fucking bask in that. All right. Thank you. You're you just welcome. want me to play your band. All right. Are fine. you fucking kidding me? We have a new song January 13th coming I'll out. Get I'll, it to the, to I'll get it to Jeff. You got to right, get it all, to Jeff. But that's all I really asked for. We can end the interview now. This is great. Listen, Madison, as a platinum certified Fuck producer you. and songwriter, don't bother with Colin's band. He helped me fix the fucking song. <laughs> he literally gave me notes and gave me well, notes. No, I'm opinion. kidding. Oh, it's that one I helped you on. Definitely, it's a great song. I yeah. can't <laughs> wait to hear it. Diamond certified producer and musician. Times <clears throat> platinum. Uh, you should definitely listen. I was curious. How many people hit you up on a daily basis to play their music? Yes. I think it's a good amount and you know, I probably should take people up on it occasionally. People will just, they'll write, I don't think they realize I don't pick the music, but still, if Jeff always says, Jeff Regan, who programs Alt Nation, he would, he would say, what do you got? Send it, you know, yeah. So if people do, but I, I ignore everybody because I, I am so lazy. It's, I got to tell it's you as a, brand, as a, I don't know if you want to call it a brand, but alt nation 
obviously came on as a storm and was playing shit that nobody else was playing. And that's where for the longest time I would find my new alternative music. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff. Absolutely. Program director there over all the years. I email him. It's been 12 years, 13 years or whatever. He emails me back. He at least gives me the, yes. the, the discovery slot. Like he's yes. someone who will actually stick his neck out on the line for music. And it's a beautiful yeah. thing. Not Which, a lot yeah, of he happen. will. He will. He will. Especially with like iHeart now. Like it, it used to be to where we would send our shit over and we would get responses back. We don't as much anymore because it's so computer. Your bags of side. cocaine are not big enough. Yeah, I have to get bigger <laughs> yeah. bags of cocaine. Apparently. We don't need but, cocaine. Jeff and I, we don't need cocaine. No, no, I'm yeah. talking about for iHeart. For iHeart, you oh, need oh, cocaine. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I, w- I will say this. That we, we've been lucky because we've already set up a lot of different radio shit for this new single. But I enjoy the fact that you at least admit that, like, we'll give it, we'll give things a shot. And I think oh, in radio, yeah. sometimes that's missing now. Like, like the... I don't know how to put this. I think in record labels, in different content platforms, people aren't as willing to take a risk anymore. They oh, want no. proven track records. We will you- exactly, exactly. We'll we and my husband is is so uh he worked on KTU in New York City and he he's kind of a big deal in dance music and pop music and he programs the dance channels. He will listen to anything and everything he tries to break artists he'll you know we saw a singer we went out to dinner in our town about a month ago and uh, there was like a musician and i was like oh my god i just want to eat and she was so good like (laughs) he approached her yeah he approached her she was so fucking good he approached her he took her out to lunch um so he's really really into that i I, I, maybe I just, that is the ADD. I don't have the patience, but people send me shit and I just like roll my eyes. And I think maybe I should not do that. Maybe I should listen to some of the garbage that my listeners send me. Cause maybe there is like a diamond in the rough. Maybe there is something good. And I can tell Jeff, check this out. Should we play this on advanced placement? There's, I think so- we just, there's I think so we just many... psyoped you into playing the new Fox Shot song. I think we just uh, psyoped you into No, that. I'm gonna I have no problem with that. Listen, I again I don't program the channel. I can easily I you know, I met a band in Vancouver. I did a uh, a charity event in Vancouver a year ago and I met a band there and they were awesome and they're big listeners and they sent me their song and you know, uh <laughs> it, nothing I do happened with it. So I well, felt kind of bad. Hey, do you think it's crazy how many songs Alt Nation does play that are, I guess, what you'd call early crossover hits? It's it's awesome. It is awesome. I mean, that's one of my favorite things. So I'm a I'm a I'm a semi-retired club DJ. So one of the things that I love about the station is. I mean, you guys are premiering stuff that you'll hear on, you know, top 10 pop radio six months later. You're right. Absolutely. Yep. It's crazy. It can be a little little frustrating, too, because by then you're like, fuck them. What? First of all, fuck them. They're not allowed to have this song. I mean, meanwhile, it's great for the band. mm -hmm. But, like, I get frustrated. Perfect example. Black Animal. I was just going to say glass animals. We, but you know, Sirius XMU played them first way back. 
way, way back. And then we played them. Uh, you know, we played Gooey and all that. I have interviewed them several times. I love them. They're the nicest, nicest guys. Uh, one summer, I think I interviewed them three times, like one time in Central Park, one time at Lollapalooza. They're so nice. So then Heat Waves comes out. We play it. It's literally a fucking year later and the top 40 channels are playing. Yep. I'm like, fuck you. Find something <laughs> else. They've had nine songs. And then they're nominated but for the Best New Artist Grammy. What an insult. No, yeah, no, I mean, we got insult. really we got really mad about that last year. The fact I was they, livid. They were like fucking upper echelon, like festival band at yeah. that point, And they got best new artists. Well, we know the Grammys are complete bullshit. So, dude, will you come on and do our Grammy preview with us? I'll, I'll probably get in trouble. But yeah, sure. Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. Let's go. Well, I, I want to say this because. This needs to be a conversation that needs to continue. We're going to put this out as the first. We need you as like a reoccurring guest. Will you come Fine. Back? What's the pay? Zero. <laughs> we don't make I any money. You. None what of us make fuck? a dollar. <laughs> We're interviewing fucking big ass artists and we got nothing. Are you playing music right now? That wasn't me. It's I think. sad. We're not getting paid music. Nice. We will be. We will be getting paid. God damn it. Nice. It's the beginning of something. But I'm kidding. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to send you the song and I want you to come back on it. And if it's dog shit, tell me to my face. I cannot song. do that. Please. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm actually so nice. So text one of us yeah, your actual them. opinion and we'll read it for you. Oh my or we God. could just skip this whole stage and just be like, it's dog shit. Huh? I don't have, it's I don't have anybody's. Great. I'll email Kenny. I'll, I well, only have, I have Kenny's info. Here's yeah. the thing though. These two motherfuckers helped with it. So if it sucks, it's okay. on you guys too. Wait, is that why it's so good? You didn't tell me that they helped with it. Well, no, I said we, that they gave help me is a big word. Yeah, it's notes. We get some I mean, notes. No, changes based it, on it. It's legit. It's it's the best I've heard from. I, from I can't wait. To, okay, now you're building it up. Uh, yeah, my, I don't want. My to do that. Plan I don't want to is working. building well, it up, which is what like uh, <laughs> what it, uh, you know Tom DeLong is saying about that. I love Blink One Eighty Two, so don't say a negative word. We won't. I, never, I worship never. them. We we uh, love Tom. We want. They Tom treated us really day. well when we had a dressing room at a festival. What they did was they came in and they kicked us out of our dressing room so they could have five dressing rooms. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went and shared with, I think it was the Struts. I might be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that. Guys. In a in a little uh, RV. So we- Oh, I, no. I, yeah. No, I hate to hear that. I, they've only been so <laughs> no, lovely, I don't. I don't like... care. It's, I, well, I've got a good story out of it. Talk about- yeah. Yeah. Mark, Mark has always been so good to me. He had me on his, uh, he had a TV show on Fuse. Mm -hmm. Amy Schumer was his uh, guest host, his co-host, and I was on that probably 11 years ago. And he's always been so good to me. He did like a New Year's special with me. He's so sweet. I think I played so that, that show. The Is that why it went music? off the air? I think so. I think I can't that one confused with a Nick Lachey show. I don't know. I think I did. I think I played the Mark Hoppus oh. one Fuse. No, I did. Yeah, Hoppus on music. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That was out here in L.A.? No, New fun. York. I, I swear. I believe God, it I was in New that. York. I Kenny, that. you did not play this. You have no I, idea what you're talking about. Don't make about. me get a photo. <laughs> I'll send it to the thread. All, all I'm saying is <laughs> that, um, that Tom DeLonge keeps saying that the next album is going to be the best ever. I'm like, dude, don't say that. He's right about a lot of things, Don't though. say anything. Aliens exist. He's dude, right. I'll tell you, it's really funny listening to people in the alt rock world talk about this like there's such a delicate game of like don't overhype it don't this don't that and we just did an interview yesterday with nle chopper 
this young rapper who's fucking huge, giant, like up, he's up and coming and at the same time currently huge. Mm-hmm. And without being like arrogant, he was just like, everything I'm doing is the fucking shit. And yeah. you believed him. There was no like yeah. us old rockers like, I don't know, I think it's a good tune. I hope you play it. I hope you like it. It was just yeah. like, fuck you. You're going to play this. And then you're going to be begging me to come on your show. Like old yeah. rock is the whiniest bunch of bitches ever. It builds it up. It builds it up. It just builds it up. And, you know, as much as I love Tom DeLong, the album that they put out with Matt Skiba is one of my favorite Blink albums. I love good it record. so much. We love Skiba. So, I love that record. I love Skiba. Although I'm so, glad yeah. back with Alkaline now because I yeah, can see the Alkaline yeah. record. Yeah. I just, what? that, that was, that's such a good album. I don't know. But then Tom DeLonge's like, eh, it's going to be the best. I'm like, oh, just shut up. Is it though? If you well, say you're about 23, I'm going to fucking kill you. Stop. Let's do this, dude. <laughs> you be quiet. All right, so this is part one of Madison. Madison, you're coming back on. I promise you we won't get yeah. you in trouble. Um, thank you for your fucking time because this of is course. awesome. And remember, if anybody comes at you on the internet, you tag us and we will we will be the watchdogs. I we can't will come do it. People. I can't. Can. I'm telling you, the bar stool, it's it's a lot of testosterone. <laughs> we, we are we are we're bringing the other side to We're going to change your we're going to change your opinion on that. We are right. 100%. That's the goal here. Promise. All right. Fair enough. Why are you guys kicking me off? I could do this all night. Can I tell you why? Why? I have to go I we were out of car car dealerships. I have to go pick up my new car. Oh, nice. I, 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 rich. For next time, that could be the douchiest time, thing I've ever heard. I, I, I need to know. I need to know what kind of car it is. And, and do you? It's a it's 2023 a, Toyota Rav Four. It's not. All right. Cool. It's not. No, cool, that is cool. It's for practical. next time, though. I want to leave it with this. I want to ask you about. You did one of the best interviews I've ever heard anybody do. Period. With no. With the Killers in studio, I think it was last summer, and it was it, yeah, it was two summers ago. It was un, it was in fucking incredible. Wow, Absolutely no, incredible. it wasn't that good. No, it was honestly, it was. Uh, it was. I think it was like I think it was a combination between flowers just being so fucking good and I love them, yeah, smooth. And you're obviously a huge fan. Huge. Um, it just it just came off so natural. It wasn't wow. Forced. Thank you. It wasn't no. in studio. I that was like the height of COVID. So I was no in. Shit. It was in on a Zoom. But they were doing. They were playing acoustic, weren't they? I don't remember. Yeah, you were. They were playing songs, and you were asking questions in between. It was like an hour long. It was. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, they're. I I have such a good rapport with them. Um. Ron, you know, the last time I just chatted with Brandon, it's a little more difficult with just Brandon. When Ronnie's there, he's very loose and zany. Um, I adore Brandon Flowers, but it is. It's kind of, it's a little bit like pulling teeth, but I love him. I absolutely love him, but he's very shy. Yeah, I love the killers so much, and I always think it's so funny that Brandon Flowers looks like a leading man in a movie, and then Ronnie Ronnie looks like he, like, works in a mechanic shop. Like, he's like a normal-ass dude. Like Yeah, yeah. I just saw them in Philly. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Oh, in my they're entire so life. great. Well, I said, I said to Brandon, it was like the night, the night of one of their garden shows. And I didn't, I didn't go see them. I hate people. I hate crowds. <laughs> and I said to him, I was like, should I come to the garden? Like, should I come see you? He's like, yeah, you should come. It's like, I don't know, Brandon. I like hate people. I don't, I don't want to come. He's like, then don't come. 
<laughs> I was like, I didn't even have tickets. I'm sure they would have set me up, but. As far as bands, we we played a big festival with them like a couple years ago, and we were on a different stage right before them, and we moved over, and I stood side stage, and that was the greatest live performance from an artist's perspective of me standing there watching them on stage just being yeah. like, I fucking suck at everything. These guys are monsters. Holy shit. Yeah, monsters. they're they're really, and they're so, so sweet. Madison, really, did, you see, did you see 1975? on this new tour yet no i haven't gone anywhere to see anyone <laughs> i what was, want... was the last show you saw live oh my god nickelback oh my yeah. oh <laughs> no okay i've really got i like let me think i i don't know wow. i don't know isn't that awful it is pretty bad i'm, I'm like i don't i don't i don't like i don't like crowds i don't know either for me, I'm right, right, right with you. I don't need to. Yeah, I don't oh. like crowds. I don't like people. I have new I... twins now, so I have an excuse to get out of. Oh, congrats! You, you like, really do. You want to come to my show? And I'm like, sorry, guys. Yeah. Don't say congratulations. <laughs> He's been milking this fucking excuse for months now. I'm gonna milk no. it for 18 years. Eat shit. Yeah, do it. No, I, I, it's really bad, and I'm probably gonna like get fired. And even my husband's like, you got to stop publicizing that you don't want to go to shows. I just don't. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck that. Like, you know, you're like, you're not in a minority. I think there's a huge group of people. I'm one of them for different reasons. I don't mind crowds or people, but I hate music at shows. Like, I don't really? know what I honestly, no. I'm no dude. Ask Kenny about this. Like the you're worst serious? thing. I, yeah. The worst thing. There's a couple bands I'll go out and see, but if people, if you want me to like hate you for the rest of your life, come up to me. Like you got to come check out this band with me. Ugh. It's I, yeah. I hate you know going really to siege awkward? music. You know what's really awkward is when people text me. They're like, "Hey, my band's playing so and so. Do you want me to put you on the list spot?" Oh, like, if you want to waste the list, the list spot. spot. <laughs> yeah. You know, they put me. They put me. Daniel Glass, who's you know the head of Glass Note Records. He they put me on the list for Phoenix a few months ago, and it was a Friday night. I'd have to go into the city. I only live 14 miles from the city. I was just like. Nope. I, I can't. Nope. I, I just I res- can't. I respect that. I tell, At least you're honest. I tell people now, like, there's a 0% chance I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have babies. I have literally no excuse. I just, you know, and Silverstone Pickups was playing at the Wellmont Theater in Montclair, which is a mile from my house. Nope. And I had no one to go with because nobody knows them in my orbit. So I was like, eh, I, I could have gone, but... But I, I need to be like, I need a bathroom. I have to have mm. a bathroom. I don't want to wait in line. Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing I went to was uh, a few weeks ago, I went and saw my idol Conan do his podcast live oh, at the cool. Beacon Theater in New York. And I was on, I did a, a bit with him. It's on YouTube if anybody wants to check it out. Oh, nice. It's 11 minutes of me and Conan. And I give him advice because he has a brand new SiriusXM channel. And uh, we laughed and laughed. And uh, yeah, I posted it on my my twitter but oh, yeah well i feel special that you came to my show all those years ago that's right that's right i did came to see uh you guys the fallout boy or was it, was it fallout boy it, yeah it yeah, was fallout boy. boy in paris i think it was yeah my stepson i think he was like 12 or 13 at the time he yeah. I did say hi, right? I'm sure you absolutely did. I never, you, I will never forget your kindness. 
I was oh, always so the nice guy for AWOL. Everybody else was asshole. You were way nicer than Aaron. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was nice, but he was kind of distant. Yeah, you yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I like that Kenny Karki. He's like, Kenny's, very Kenny's the least warm. artist artist you'll ever meet. This Kenny's is, like, yes. But this is how we get a lot of our guests on because when I reach out, they're like, oh, you were the you were the one that I liked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah. nice. I'll tell you who else I I know. Now I'm just gonna keep going. Poor Colin can't go get his car. <laughs> no, another like I have I have a rapport with the killers, and then my I have a really great rapport, probably the best um, of any band with um, with Andy and Robert from Manchester Orchestra. Oh, Those are yeah. my boys. Legendary fuck band. Yeah. They are funny as fuck. They're one of those bands that I didn't get into until I played a festival with them, knew nothing about them, saw mm -hmm. them play live, and I was like, holy fucking shit, who is this heavy fucking band? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm it's a little, that. That, that gets a little heavy for me. Yeah. That's why I wasn't initially into them. And when I first interviewed them, I said to Andy Hall, I don't like your beard. You need to shave it. <laughs> and then we were like best friends. Oh, that's fucking sick, dude. I'll text right, him. I'll be like, yeah, you got to go. We got no, no. We got to reach out to them and get them on. And you know who we just got word back that we're interviewing soon. I'm really pumped, Andrew who? McMahon. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's we're, the we're, person on earth. He's so sweet. He's so nice. Yeah, so yeah, dude, we got like Andrew McMahon and Rick Rubin and a couple other good ones coming down oh, the pipeline. I have to blur Rubin? out the Rick Rubin thing. I have to blur out the Rick Rubin thing. Oh, no. yeah, we do. Good luck That's finding surprise. it in the whole all the audio. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to go through the 55 fucking minutes to be like, wait, did they say Rick Rubin? Yeah, wait, you're coming on at a good time because we're just starting to get the big guests. I mean, that's amazing. Once you get, once you get Nickelback, everything's possible. You know? oh, when is that? God. I got to grow my beard out for that one. <laughs> yes, you do. Make sure you don't wear shoes yeah, and then like I won't. Lick, lick your feet. I'm no doing ayahuasca ever. with Rick Rubin and I'm just going to cry. It's going to be great. You're going to what? <laughs> I'm going to do ayahuasca. No, cry. you're not. I am. It's going to be great. No, don't do ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is such a it's so boring right now because every everyone, particularly out here in Austin, is like, shut the fuck up about your ayahuasca trip. I don't want to hear you being about a it. Drug hipster right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've never done ayahuasca. It's just like, shut up. Yeah, but yeah. Never with it. You're wearing. I've never even <laughs> smoked weed before. What the fuck? What? Like, yeah, I know, dude. I'm a fucking loser. That's Where? awesome. That's Funny, awesome. That sweater looks like an ayahuasca trip. Yeah, you're stupid as Cosby sweater, dude. <laughs> Madison, I just want to say I love this, and that you have an open great. seat to come whenever you want. Um, Please have me on again. I have no life. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is you're great. the best. I, you I guys are so nice. Now. Oh my god, I love you guys. You made me feel so like good about myself. So thank See, you. See, we're already changing the barstool narrative here. This is great. You're That's the best. Right. Tell the haters thank you. to suck it. I'm going. I'm going to say LOL. Yes. LOL. All lowercase. LOL. Suck it. Lowercase. Pay, pay them as little mind as humanly possible. Lowercase. Yeah. LOL. Maybe throw a period at the end. Not Whatever you want period. to do. Lower no LOL, leave it at that. It's the best. Yeah, just, you're right. You're right. When you're the next time you have a conflict like that, email Kenny and just get words of encouragement on what okay, to do. Okay, Kenny, Kenny's okay. a hater killer, dude. He's the best. I'll do but, it. I'll do it. I will Madison, do it. We love you. Thank you for Thank the time. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, so that was our friend Madison from All Nation. Tune in to her. Watch out for everything that she has going on. Hit up her cameo, dude. She needs she needs cameo bread. Go listen. Go fucking hire her for cameo for for uh, for holidays. Do you guys still do cameo? I know like Barstool for a second was like doing I got cameo. I got rid of it right away. <laughs> I never had. Made it. like a grand in a week off it too. Yeah, for a wow. Shit. Maybe but I I, I 
I felt too <laughs> guilty about it. And usually I would sell out for next to nothing. When we first got ours, we couldn't set the price high enough. We wanted to put it like so ridiculously high that people would just be like, who the fuck do they think they are charging $1,500 for like, forget what the max, it was like 500 or something at the time we were on. There was like a max that you could charge for Cameo. We, I don't think we ever did one. Because we didn't uh, set it low enough where people would have done it, which would have been like two bucks or whatever. <laughs> we, <laughs> and we, we just set it high. We got one cameo. I remember my boys, we got somebody a cameo. And it's from someone who we should not have gotten a cameo from looking back. Uh, do you guys know who EDP 445 oh, is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. If you go go down a Google search of who EDP 445 is, he dude, he was fucking hilarious to us because he's like the Eagles super fan or whatever. Turns out. He's not a good dude. This guy's out here. He's a kitty diddler. We we do, we do not support fucking EDP four four five. EDP uh, stood for eat that pussy. If you eat were... that pussy four four five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he uh he was like the king of the internet for a hot minute. Like everybody yeah. knew him. So not DJ Khaled. No, oh man, that's my off the list. My off the list no, is DJ is Khaled. Yes. All oh, right, we'll, we'll we'll just fucking start now, and we'll do off the list first. My off the list is DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled, I've been on your ass for months now. He fucking was doing some festival, and who the hell paid him enough money to go see DJ Khaled headline a fucking festival? But he was doing uh the song uh I'm the One with uh, Justin Bieber and Migos and Chance the Rapper, and he's like doing like the sing along part, the oh, oh, and he puts out the microphone and the music cuts off, and not. Not a single soul in the entire fucking crowd sings this song back. And instead of just rolling with it, he stood on stage and stared at the crowd in amazement that nobody knew the fucking song. DJ Khaled, shut the fuck up, dude. Everybody believes in you. I'm so fucking tired of this motherfucker. And I love the fact that now I'm known as the DJ Khaled hater because I'll die on that hill. And I liked DJ Khaled for a while. I no longer like DJ Khaled. This guy's full of back? Can I push back on this and say that I was with you because he seemed like the dumbest fucking dude making the worst <laughs> music possible forever. But each week that goes by and I see another video, I saw one he was had arrived in Saudi Arabia and he was doing this video of the salad that he got. And to me, I don't know, maybe I'm a fucking idiot. It looked like a salad that you'd get at any restaurant in the world. And he spent like a minute going like, look at this fucking color. The color on this, <laughs> this shit's amazing. And like the more I watch him, the more I think he's like Andy Kaufman, I think he is a genius <laughs> and he's trolling the entire word. So I, I'm pushing back on you. I think he might be my new favorite thing. Did you see him a couple weeks ago talking about how DJs who sample aren't real DJs and all this shit? And it's like, if you use yeah. like, no. if you use, again, he did this whole thing. You need long to thing. send this to me. You need yeah. to send this to me. Dude, he did a whole <laughs> long thing about how like, People don't make music like he does real music, and that people oh, yeah, who use he like fruity make music. He has I know a, he has an army of fucking ghost producers that make everything. Dude, have you ever seen even the, a DJ? Have you seen have you, the videos? That, guys, don't, videos make like don't make me like him. Don't make me like him. I know, I know, I know. Look, and DJ Khaled does provide some entertainment and things like that, but when it comes down to like. I feel like he's on the outside of an inside joke. It's like DJ Khaled. We know like you don't really do anything, but he's like, I'm a fucking genius. Like he, he thinks he's Kanye. He really does. He thinks he's Kanye West and he's not, which is maybe a good thing nowadays, actually. So yeah. maybe I'm on the wrong side of this thing. Uh, Dave, who's off your list? Off my list, I'm going to go with uh, soccer. Fuck oh. that sport. That sport fucking stinks. I'm with you, actually, dude. I'm with you 100%. It's impossible to fucking gamble on because I looked at one of the U.S. lines back before they got eliminated, and it was like plus 230 to win, plus 280 to draw, and like 
then I think it was against England, actually. They were like plus uh, like my or plus 120 to win. It was something like how what, what is this? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I can't. I've never like no fucking soccer fans are coming up my asshole they're like oh dude whoa, whoa. <laughs> what whoa. no wonder you don't like soccer dude excuse me excuse that uh inappropriate euphemism i just made all these soccer fans are just jumping on my fucking dick that one also doesn't work um baseball and football. because they're like oh what if baseball so you're football that's perfectly encap- cap- encapsulates me they're like oh what if it's a 14 nothing football game that's that's a two nothing soccer game i'm like yeah but there's like action in between when you're just kicking the ball back and forth like that's not action I agree. Look, I think it's funny that like we got oh, hyped for like strategy. shut up. We got we got hyped for like <laughs> fucking three days about soccer, and then we lost, and then we were just like, all right, who gives a fuck? Like, go have fun watching. Yeah, we didn't care story. anyway. No, that's what I'm talking about. It's the best. That's we we taught we fucking tied England. England created the sport. That would be like if England created an actual football team, and there was some World Cup of football, and then fucking England tied us. I'd kill myself. England, uh, fuck England. There's nothing that uh, I saw a great tweet that was like, "There's nothing that fucking England does that's better than us. They don't do anything better than we do." Not that rock and roll. They got it from us. Yeah, um, but they true. do it better. Ooh, some of it. Debate. They've had periods where they've done it better, and like they've got some shit. I think I'm gonna have to fucking agree with you. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with <laughs> you. Damn to argue, it. but then I started thinking it through. I was like, "Fuck, I have to agree with him." <laughs> yeah, but I I will always side with the fact that it was born here. So, yeah, fair enough. Oh, I got yeah, I got In fact, that's the thing. You ask the Beatles, ask all of them where it comes from. It's all like Little Richard. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so damn, Robbie, that's actually a really good point off the top of your head. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead, Robbie. Who's off your list? Uh, James Cameron. Oh, yeah, really? So, uh, listen, I love the Terminator, aliens, all that shit. You know, I'll never disparage any of that stuff. Avatar, I even, I'm one of the few, I feel like at this point, that I'm like, yeah, I'm f- I fuck with Avatar. Like, I'm not anti Avatar. It's a good movie. Totally. And people at this point act like it's the worst movie ever made. It's gotten the Nickelback treatment. It's the Nickelback treatment, 100%. Yes, 100%. Now, James Cameron, on the other hand, needs to shut his fucking pie hole on the Avatar Way of Water press tour because he won't stop insulting Marvel movies, saying stupid shit about superhero movies in general, when it's like, bro, you tried to make a Spider-Man movie He did try to make a Spider-Man movie. So it's like such a mind-blowing thing. What's he been saying, Robbie? He's been trashing the movies. They don't have heart. They don't have this. They don't have that. They don't have good CGI. And every day he comes out with a new asshole quote about Avatar where he's like, hey, I put in the the script for Avatar 4 to the studio. Avatar 4 we're talking about there, okay? And they, they had no notes. They just said, holy fuck. And it's like, I hear that. And I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Just let the movie speak for itself, okay? Dude, I so, think the problem is imagine if you had done what he did – both the Terminators, right? Yeah. Titanic, which was I thought was a piece of shit. Uh, but like True Lies, like he's got so many monsters yeah. in there. Like aliens. It's hard to get out of your head that everything you do then is not just like the greatest gift to humans. No, and I get that, and I and I get. It. I saw someone said like, "What's a good uh, spot to go to the bathroom during the new Avatar?" Because it's three hours and ten minutes. And he goes, "I don't have to tell you that. You'll see it twice." <laughs> oh. Like what? Shut up, dude. Yeah, not to mention you make a movie once every like 15 years. Like you've had the time to really uh boil it down to this. Marvel dropped nine projects a year. Fucking ocean, like 
Shut up. He, th- he apparently he makes his cast and crew come up to him. They have to make a submarine sound effect to get a response from him. And they <laughs> apparently they, they have to go up to him and go, Awuga. Hey, James, uh, can we talk about the, the script you want? Like they have to go, Awuga. <laughs> okay, now he's lost me. He's off my I, list. I like him more now, honestly. I do too. <laughs> I do too. Kind of won me over. Haven't, though, hasn't the uh, second Avatar been getting just complete dog shit reviews? No, no it's I'll getting amazing reviews. Amazing. And honestly, I think I'm going to like it. I think I'm going to like it. Yeah, but I just, in, James Cameron needs to shut in up. In Dave's words, the critics have been coming in that movie's asshole. Yeah. Like, that's no, really, they're, <laughs> they're loving really, it. They have, dude. I want to see it. I'm not going to lie. I do want to see it. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Johnny, who's off your list? Uh, the food in Austin. Oh, it's interesting. Fucking, it's fucking terrible. I I, I came here expecting to be good. Phoenix yeah. has got amazing food, dude. Shut, it's got the worst food on the planet. And no, I love no, Phoenix. No. I would dude. live in Phoenix if I could. It is awful food in Phoenix. I lived in Phoenix in for Austin. 20. The, I, well, look. The barbecue might be okay. But in general, like I went out to an Italian. And this is... I. Like, I wish I was in Chicago or Philly for this shit because the Italian food out here. And so maybe I'm, oh. like, limiting it too much. Like, it's too broad it's, of a thing. But I'll, no, I'll f- fuck it. I'll just make the general statement. Fuck the food in Austin for now. <laughs> um, I went out to an Italian restaurant. Like, I've got a new kid now. Like, it's the one night we go out. My mom, uh, mother-in-law comes. She's watching the kid. We go out. Spend a fucking shitload of mo- money. And, like, halfway through the meal, my wife had already checked out. She's like, this is terrible. I kept trying to, like... <laughs> Be like, no, it's not that bad. No, no, it's not that bad. It's just like literally just giving me shit that you would get on an airline for what ends up being like $250 for the meal. Like just absolute dog shit for Italian. And it's, I don't know. I've had too many experiences like that because they're trying to be too fancy or something and they're just not doing it right. And also, look, I mean, I've been spoiled. We tour, you tour the world and like go to, real deal like food cities and you kind of get spoiled seeing what's possible like chicago new york uh like i don't even know about philly i've had good food philadelphia is an amazing yeah philly's got great food city yeah Yeah. uh dc dude fucking amazing the uh ethiopian food in dc is like second to none i've ever had ethiopian food is fucking awesome yeah i don't know that i've ever had it i've had it in in heart Dude, yeah, there's a spot in Harlem awesome. that I went to that has Ethiopian food. This fucking we were I'm actually talking shit. about this today, Johnny. Um, I we you you know the Windy City Smokeout. I'm sure it's a huge country fest. It's not that old though. It's only six seven years old. Uh, we hosted out in Chicago and we mm-hmm. do a lot of promo for them. So, and it's a it's a a smoke. It's not a competition, but it's a smoke fest. So people it's like barbecue companies from all over the country drive their like you know semi truck sized smoke pits. To this event, yeah. and then there's awesome music. I've gotten to know a bunch of the pitmasters in Austin, and I've never even been to Austin, but I could put you in touch with them for some good Austin food. No, yeah, and look, I'm the sure the barbecue, ever. fine. Well, we'll like, I'll cut that part out and leave that out. But it's just like basic food that you'd expect by now in 2022 to not be dog shit. But I heard the Mexican, hey. I've had good Mexican food in Austin. I, dude, I don't know. It's all right. It's not as good as it, you would expect it to be. LA's got it's good weird. Mexican food. Chicago has amazing Mexican food. In we fact, you really brought up Mexican. that spot, uh, Talia Hall. Who, Dave? You were saying, that yeah, Talia that's Hall. a there's that's a, a Latin American part of the city. Yeah, there's a restaurant we had breakfast. I don't even know if it's still there. It was like bar none, one of the best like Mexican breakfast places I've ever been anywhere. 
I can't remember the name of it, but I'll Johnny, if you if the person who's cooking your Italian food says y'all don't eat it. I think that's, that <laughs> should be like, that's that, that's like a, a good You need a fucking grease ball like Dante cooking them for you. hundred percent, dude. Dante <laughs> probably throws the fuck down. I could see that. I'm really I'm really good at cooking. <laughs> I only know how Dante to I only cook. know how to make like Italian stuff though. I, I I'm like a one trick pony. That's a good trick. Hey, Dude, I'll have... tell you the other thing. I would say Greek food is like you can only get Johnny, Greek, good Greek food in Chicago. Or Johnny, like, I gotta. Know. I you literally was just gonna text you. There's a restaurant there that opened up. It's a Greek restaurant. It's on East Six, not West Six. Okay. It's by oh, this guy from New York opened it. It's actually legit. As fuck, I'm looking for his contact on my phone right now. I can't find oh, it. Oh yeah, text That I sounds it, promising. I'll text it to you. It's legit. Because he's, he's from New York, not fucking Austin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I was talking with him when I was out there, and he was like, he used to run, um, oh, what's the famous steakhouse in Brooklyn? Peter Hatch. Luger's. Yes, he used to. He used to be a floor manager at Peter Luger's forever, huh. and he goes, I came out here with my wife. And realize, you know, all the money that's moving here. He goes, and there's just dog shit restaurants and bars and, and everything. It hasn't come up to the level of that's a that's a thing people think because there's because there. fucking Elon Musk is out here or Joe Rogan, like that they think it's this massive city. You know, it's it's a small town effectively that's just had like an incredibly right. fast influx of people and money, and mm-hmm. it is catching up to what you would expect it to be. It's the new so there's another good spot yeah. there. It's a Chicago group, uh, ABBA. It's a Mediterranean. They do like Israeli okay, food. It, it is phenomenal. Uh, I, I'll, uh, when you want to take your wife there, let me know. I'll, I'll put you on with the manager. She's great. I was really hoping that's the a restaurant, dope restaurant. I was really hoping the restaurants you were naming were one of the ones that Johnny went to. Then he's like, yeah, place fun. <laughs> <laughs> In Austin's no. defense, I've got a new fucking uh, baby. So it's like, I'm not exactly hitting every spot in town every night of the week. You know, like it's limited my options to go out. But it's just like when you go out those few times, have consistently bad experiences one after the other, you start to form an opinion. It's fair. Uh, Dante, who's off your list? Uh, the French. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. Gee, yellow bellies. Yeah, just uh, to second Dave's soccer, just being sick of soccer. I'm sick of French soccer. I'm sick of these fuckers. Every World Cup getting in an easy group, coming out, getting an easy road to the final. And once again, like they smoked Morocco today. Morocco, like unbelievable that they had the run they did. And, you know, France is like, stomping on them celebrating like you know we're the shit they're just they're obnoxious they're like i can't praying praying messi and argentina smoke them dante dante i got in an argument with french people uh when i was bartending last week when the french when france was on and i was just busting their balls about france and you guys are pussies and shit like that like from behind the bar and I actually went as far as to scream, you guys would still be, you guys would be speaking German if it wasn't for America. And they said, well, you guys would still be speaking English because they, and I was like, we do speak English, first off. Second off, they were like, and I was like, it is fair. You did help us in the Revolutionary War and the War of 1812, but, you know, you guys are pussies. Like, Dude, actually, there's a 150, there's a 150 <laughs> year limit to how much you can call on, like, yeah, what you the can't good be calling back. Did. Yeah, exactly. You guys rolled over in World War II. Don't forget that. 
Uh, I like how I act like I had anything to do with that. <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> I'm like, don't forget what I did for you back in 1943, dude, you motherfuckers. You heard uh, that joke? Uh, if you go to the moon now, you know, the American flag that's there, like after the years and years of the, the sun, like just hitting it with no atmosphere, it's basically faded to white. Yeah. Now it looks like France landed on the moon. Oh, oh, nice. Because really? uh, it's a white flag. They surrendered. I love that. <laughs> uh, my on the list uh, is the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't even have to think about this. 12 and, 12 and 1. Get the fuck out of here. Dante, you seem like you're in hell over there, buddy. And I was actually going to text you and bust your fucking balls because when the Phillies lost the World Series, you texted me and you were like, why do you even fucking care? Like, you guys weren't supposed to be there anyway. Dude, you won fucking six Super Bowls in 20 years. What the fuck do you have to complain about? Yeah, fuck off. Dude, it's. It's just bad. It's just, I think, watching precision, incredible football, even when you lose for that long, just, it spoils you. And I'm spoiled. We're all spoiled. And now watching this team just flounder, which is some of the worst coaches you've ever fucking seen. It's Matt like Patricia watching is a fucking Bears, joke, dude. Honestly. Yeah. It is like, it's watching, like the watching the Bears. <laughs> it's like it, it's just so infuriating. Except the Bears have a guy. Sucks. The Bears, the Bears have a guy. We do. Yes, literally, we do. Literally, literally, I went to the Cardinals at the Monday with uh, my friends from Chicago, and who's there now? And uh, now you know how the Bears. This poor bastard's break. Like, <laughs> yeah, Dante, we're losing. We're losing you, buddy. <laughs> for the next few years. Sorry. All right, Dave. <laughs> All right, Dave. Who's on your list? Okay, I'm gonna preface this by saying I've never listened to a stand-up. I'm not a stand-up seeker per se. I I don't really know a whole lot about him, but Theo Vaughn. Oh, he's so, hilarious. Yeah. He's, a, he's fucking hilarious. Theo Vaughn yeah. had a tweet that what? came across my timeline a couple of weeks ago. That was the first tweet where I audibly laughed out loud hysterically to the point where I was in tears. So what if you guys say? want to take a gander over to his uh, pinned profile or pinned uh, Twitter right now, tweet. It was so a dude threw a brick through a window of a, a New York City gay bar. And it's got a bunch oh, of still shots yeah. of the guy doing it. <laughs> And he goes, that form tells you it's an inside job. <laughs> That's a great fucking tweet, dude. I saw Ugh. it and it took a second. I'm like, what the fuck's he doing? And then I like, it clicked, obviously, after a second or two. And I fucking lost it. I'm like, Theo- that's my guy. And if that is objectively funny, you can it laugh is. at that. Oh, absolutely. He's from Louisiana, right? Like, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. it's such a different perspective than you typically get from, like, comedians are always going to be, like, New York, L.A. dudes, and you almost, like, end up getting the same perspective always. And I, lo- I love a lot of them, but, like, he's got such a different take on things. It's cool to see, like, coming from a different part of the country, you know? He's one of those dudes that I think he is a great podcast host and a great podcast guest. And I've watched his stand-up, but his, like, podcast interactions are way funnier. Like, he's so good I, on a fucking podcast. I feel like that's a general thing that's starting to happen with stand-up is because it, like it's such there's too many specials basically yeah. like you know there used to be a spe- a special like it was special literally i've even heard i think it was bill burr talking about this like 
now everyone's doing a, one every year. And it's like, it's, it, that's not possible to be that funny that often. So the there, podcast format's working better for them. The only person who's funnier on stage than on podcast is Shane Gillis. And Shane Gillis is just as funny on podcast. And, but his his last stand-up live in Austin is the best stand-up special I've seen in years. I don't think I've seen it. I need to check it out. No, oh, my funny. fucking God, dude. I'm also obsessed with like Matt and Shane Seeker podcast. It's the one podcast I listen to the second it drops every single week. It's so goddamn good, dude. Um. Yeah, but Dave, I agree. That was a fucking amazing tweet. Theo Bonds, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's. I wish we could say that. And I'm, I'm getting back to the point where I'm saying there's just stuff you can laugh at. That's a Absolutely. joke. It's, it's meant to be a joke. It's not meant to hurt. It. It's just funny. And yeah. it was an inside job in the end. They caught the guy and he was gay. He got kicked out of the bar like earlier that night or something. Really? Whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah. So he was right in the end too. <laughs> yeah, he's a detective in this case. Factual. Um, Robbie, who's on your list? So I'm going to stick in the movie category here and I'm putting Glass Onion, the new Knives Out on my list. I went and saw it in theaters. It was in theaters for only one week, but it goes to Netflix next Friday. And it's other than the Batman, which I'm a huge Batman guy. It's probably my favorite movie of the year. It's a lot funnier than the last one. It's not quite as good as Knives Out, I don't think, because Knives Out's like that's an all timer for me. Um, But Glass Onion is very, very, very good. Also a Beatles reference. It is. There's some Beatles references in the movie too, which you'll appreciate. Hell yeah! Uh, no, I haven't seen that yet, but I'm I'm I've been dying to because I've heard so many people say what you said. The only other thing that like I've heard people rave about as much as that recently is the new season of fucking White Lotus. Those are the two things that yeah, like, it was really good as well. Yeah, that just yeah. wrapped up. I liked that. I Do would you know- like to add Stifler's mom to. Uh... You keep saying Stifler's mom like Jennifer Coolidge isn't a huge name. I say Stiller's mom too. I I haven't seen a single. I don't even know what White Lotus is about. I don't know the plot. I don't know. I haven't watched Dave. What else has she been in? But even even if she is still very relevant, she's still to me. She's Stiffler's mom. She will always be Stiffler's mom. Legally blonde. She was in Cinderella Story with Hillary Duff, right? Show those. You know the. She's uh, really funny and best in show. Yeah, hilarious. That's the dog movie, right? Yes. Yeah. She comes from that whole troop of that. Christopher Guest stuff like so she's super talented like improvisational like off the cuff acting dude she's so fucking good in season two she's dude, she's yeah. so funny yeah it's so fucking I, she's the highlight of that show no the highlight is Aubrey Plaza I have a very well large, like crush I mean, of, on, on Aubrey Plaza I love yeah, for Aubrey different Plaza. reasons yeah. yes absolutely uh also do you know who the musical director of that show was no it was Bruce uh Springsteen no it was Estee Heim oh uh, really one of the Heim sisters yeah all of the music was Italian, so in season two. So I was wondering like, who was picking yeah. that. The soundtracking, the soundtracking's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, she was the music supervisor. So I got to give a big shout out to Heim too. Which, by the way, I just fucking love Heim. But yeah, she, uh, Johnny, who's on your list? I'm gonna go with the opposite of my hate on Austin food. There's this uh, Italian chef I came across on Instagram called Chef Max Mariola. And he just, he's kind of a corny dude, like their silly Instagram videos, but fuck me, dude, the stuff he's cooking looks so good. It's like, it makes up for the fact that I'm not eating good Italian food out here. I just watch <laughs> his videos and I've learned some shit. Like he's got kind of tiny little different ways of like doing the garlic and the parsley and yeah, the oil yeah. beforehand and removing it where you're just like, fuck, why did I think of that? And it's, Were it's you amazing. watching the videos at the shitty Italian restaurant? Yeah, eventually I'm just like pushing the pasta down my throat, going. Oh, I that's wish like what? Have- that's like watching porn while you're having sex. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, do you follow the pasta queen? No, but it sounds like I need to. I love her. We're talking about like crushes, 
like like about unobtainable people, I guess. She's uh I don't know, I'd say about 45-ish, maybe Italian I'm like mother. Now. I love this woman and the food she cooks looks she's got like millions of followers on Instagram. And she yeah, like does what's her, her whole it's show. just it's just pasta queen, Dave. It looks the like pasta the queen, underscore yeah. pasta queen. Um yeah, speaking of that show, The White Lotus, like Half of the appeal of that show to me is just like it's visually so appealing, like oh, on yeah. all fronts. Like the people look good, the sets look good, the clothing, like everything's just done so well. But dude, fucking Sicily, Termina, man. holy Termina. shit, man! Well, don't don't think that all of Sicily looks like that because most of no, Sicily no. I've been around Greece and like pe- yeah, people have the same idea about Greece. I've been to some shitholes in Greece where it's not like the idyllic island vibe that everyone's expecting, but whatever like that whatever they were showing like looked fucking amazing terramina that's that's the uh, best that's the best part of the whole island and on a music podcast shout out to mr schneebly for writing and directing the whole thing ned schneebly i just found that out dude yeah. do you guys know who i'm talking about ned schneebly no i don't yeah no, I know. From, from the movie from, from the school, school of rock, of rock. School of rock. Yeah. yeah 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 okay the, uh, I, forgot the, it. I forgot what movie, but yeah, I remember. So this yeah. is Jack Black's roommate who he pretends yes. to be. and The little blonde, to... scrawny, yes. dorky. Yeah. The, the yeah. one who gave up his rock and roll dreams, and yeah. Jack Black never yeah. let them die. Look who won, dude. Jack Black. Just Shout a out fucking Ned movie. Oh, dude. School of Rock is one of those ones you can go back 20 years from now and still go back and rewatch that. Oh, it's a classic. I love that movie. So I haven't good, watched yeah. that movie in a long time either. This, a... Dude, the fucking the songs. Very the songs. Oh, definitely. In, definitely. The songs in that movie are fucking great. I honestly, I would love to just drink beer with Jack Black. He seems like a genuinely just awesome cat that's got a million awesome stories. He's probably been in like every famous person ever's orbit. Yo, shouts out Jack Black, Tenacious D's going back out on tour. That I know, I would love to see that. Is his little side pet project that's kind of like a small, not I don't want to say troll, but like it's awesome. It's a tribute band. Yeah, it's a yeah, exactly. This is a tribute. This is, is a tribute. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, oh, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. I I, that should be something you get, get on the podcast, the dude. World. I would love to have Jack Black on the podcast. Are you fucking kidding me? No, no, I'm saying I feel like he's he seems like super approachable and like right, down to do things. <laughs> I'm in, dude. If we can get Jack Black on, that has Kyle Gas on too. Get both of them. That has to be in person, and everybody has to have an acoustic guitar that is like strapped up way too high at the same time. We'll just fucking write a song. I don't give a shit. That'd be fun. They just did the Abbey Road melody for uh, Sirius XM like this week. I didn't know that. Really? Really good. Yeah. Dude, Jack Black is unbelievably talented. He really is. Talented. He's like one of those guys, uh, fucking um, the comedian. He's older now. Martin. Martin Short? No, 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 no. He was Martin in the jerk. Freeman. Oh, uh, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Yeah, Have you ever yeah, seen yeah. him play the banjo? He's yeah, unbelievable. He's really talented. He's like a freak. He's an you unbelievable know? stand-up. He's an unbelievable actor, unbelievable musician. He's you like had, you so beyond talented. His, you had to read his book. His autobiography is one of the best, like, just books, period. But his story mm-hmm. is incredible. So he started as a kid. Basically, uh, he worked at, like, Disneyland as a little kid and he had like a little sideshow that's where he, he would play banjo and all that and like tell jokes and this is before they had like all the rides and shit and so he was entertaining since he was like a teenager and he was just always like i just want to be on stage and entertain people and make them laugh Steve but yeah he, he self-taught himself banjo 
Dude, you know who else is a great banjo player? Ed Helms, uh, Andy from The Office. Oh, I didn't really? know that. Yeah, huh. he's he's like every year at Bonnaroo, they were doing this for a couple straight years. It was called Ed Helms Super Jam, and he would bring up musicians in one of like the comedy tents, but it would be like a bluegrass jam. And that's why like uh, there's a Mumford and Sons uh, single that came out a couple years ago. And uh, him and like a bunch of other musicians, I think it was like Paul Rudd and a couple other different musicians, like played the characters and they but they played the actual instruments. And then at the end, they all made out with each other. It was huh. like it was dude. Ed Helms is a very talented musician. Like all those times where Andy's playing the banjo in the office is actually Wow. Yeah. Dude, when I was at the Frasco show on on the someone came up to me like, oh, what's up? What's up? I just shot to show with them for a minute. And uh, he handed me tickets. Uh, I can get into any Mumford sh- uh, and Son show. I was like, "What? Well, like a, like a gold pass to Mumford and Son show?" Yeah, it's like open ended pass. He's like, "Yeah, I know those guys. Like, come on out anytime they're in." Like, I'm like, huh, "They're not. Okay. They're not a band anymore, though." I uh, I, I don't. I got broke it. up. I got the fucking thing yeah. somewhere in here. I'm looking for Robbie. Do you not remember what happened last year when their banjo player tweeted out a link to um. Uh, some like right wing guy's book and the bit and the banjo player tweeted out just this is a very brave book and the internet freaked out so hard that they kicked him out of the band so the band honest, doesn't exist anymore they exist without just him. to get the fucking banjo player out <laughs> marcus uh marcus's new song that grace song is fire i dude i i hated his solo shit i, like I don't him. know I don't know why, and I love Marcus Mumford. For anybody listening out there, the best musical. Oh, he was Mumford, the guy who got kicked out, or no? No, no, no. That was Winston Duke. Was the name gotcha. of, or no? Winston, Winston, son, Winston. No, yeah, Winston Duke is the guy from Black Panther. Uh, Winston <laughs> yeah. something was the the scraggly looking guy from Mumford and Sons who they kicked out. Um, but for anybody who's looking for like a great music documentary, it's on Showtime. It's called uh, The Lost Basement Tapes, and it's uh, they uh, T Bone Burn. Go ahead. T-Bone Burnett, who's an amazing producer, found a, a box of unfinished Bob Dylan lyrics at a uh, at an auction. And he hired Jim James from My Morning Jacket, Elvis Costello, Marcus Mumford, uh, Taylor, Taylor Goldsmith from Dawes, and the girl from the Carolina Choco Drops to make an album based off of these songs. And they all wrote different versions of the songs. And to watch Marcus Mumford struggle to make songs, it was fucking unbelievable to watch it's one of the best documentaries ever it's so fucking good they literally are hold up in Capitol records like building for five days making a full album it's so good dude i highly suggest that documentary it's one of lied, it was uh umphreys mcgee oh, oh awesome. they're great umphreys mcgee is yeah. awesome i totally believe that they have a, a pass to get you into any yeah. show they're, <laughs> yeah, they're a like, band weird enough to like, do wait. something like that i i was like confused i'm like wait i was just talking about fucking because i haven't thought about mumford and son in forever I will guarantee you if you lick the back of that pass, you will start tripping immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Dude, um, look up their cover of I Want You, She's So Heavy at Abbey Road. It is mind-blowing. Dude, Umbreeze McGee is incredibly underrated live band. My yeah. sister got me into them when I was in, like, middle school. Really? A long time ago. Yeah, maybe early high school. Yeah, they're fucking gnarly live. And they do a lot of shit with Frasco. They did that thing where Umbreeze McGee and Frasco did a battle what? at Red Rocks. Uh, Andy was doing shrooms on your, stage. Want me to? Want me to blow your mind? Actually, Dave, you you were starting the show off talking about that show, and then you got sidetracked. Uh, you were you were mad why? Because I missed the show, and it was so good. 
Dante's gotten the boot. <laughs> oh, you kicked him out? I, I booted Fucking him. Shit. Oh, I can do wow. Dante for I could have also assholes. reported him, Fucking but I didn't. Fucking Credit assholes. to me. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can, yeah, Johnny, can you give us a, a Dante sentence to end the show? Fucking eyeballs. Fucking asses and barstool editors. Fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of this week's show, dude. Thank you to Madison. Next week, we have Lil John on the podcast, which will be yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, so we'll have Lil John on the podcast. That's a great last guest for the 2022. 2023 is looking fucking crazy. Uh, we have a lot of huge interviews coming up right at the top of 2023. Hopefully, Kenny's back next week. Big thanks to Robbie Fox for fucking coming through. Robbie, let's not make it so long in between. Hopefully, in 2023, this will be official and we can stop doing fucking middle and late sessions. That'll be great. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, White Sox, Dave, anything from you, buddy? Kiss my ass and suck my dick, everyone. Everyone. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Johnny, anything, bud? I was waiting to hear that story Dante was going to say about the dude I went to high school with. So I'm going to have to catch oh, him off the air. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shoot him a text. He was just like a fucking Sith Lord in the back of that Uber. Just with like one he red was. light. <laughs> the silent witness didn't want to be on the podcast. You know how hard it is to get Dante in one place for more than 20 minutes? He has a flight every other day. It's impossible. It's moving. Dude, I had all the plans in the world to go with him to Frasco last weekend and... He forgot he had a wedding in Mexico. I'm like, he's like, oh, dude, I have. A, I'm like, how do you? For, I mean, it's one thing if you forget you had a wedding like local, but yeah, yeah international. Like, how does that just slip your mind? He's a I crazy know, person. I want to know how many <laughs> frequent flyer miles he has. Like, I would love to like calculate how many. He he's has. never not on a plane. I know it's literally every goddamn day. Do you know how many times he texts me during the week and he sends me a video to post on backstage and he's like, yo, can you post this? I have shitty Wi-Fi. I'm on a plane right now. I'm like, <laughs> you, he flies more than he drives. It's fucking crazy. He really might. I know. It's fucking nuts. All right. Well, fuck this shit. Uh, thank you to Madison. Thank you, Robbie. Guys, we'll see you next week. Kiss my see ass and suck my dick, everyone. <laughs>